0: Welcome, everyone, to our seventh episode of d Takeover. Without further ado, let's get into this first segment called Quote of the Week. And basically, in this segment, we're trying to spread some positivity, some positive vibes, because, you know, why not? So today's Quote of the Week is, you can either experience the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. The choice is yours. Oh, I'm going to say it one more it. time. Let
1: me do myself. Oh, keep talking. I'm sorry. I can't help you. I can't help you. <laughs> All
0: right. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm going to say it one more time. You can either experience the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. The choice is yours. And that is, unfortunately, I don't know who the person is. So it's unknown. It is unknown, but I mean, I like <clears> the quote. I, I thought it was good.
1: That quote is absolutely amazing,
0: David. Do you mind if I elaborate on that
1: really quick just to get Please, some positivity? For, just for everybody, you know what I'm saying? That quote right there, what that means to me, you know what I mean? You have a choice, you know. Take the check. Either go and live with no no regrets. Absolutely get whatever you're going towards or whatever you're striving striving to do. Do it 110% and leave no regrets. Or else, you know, David, say, say the quote one more time. Just, just, just you know, just work with them
0: sounds time. good one more time one more time so it is you can either experience the pain of discipline or the pain of regret the choice is yours so basically so- guys don't be afraid to fail because failure is key to success exactly there wait you said failure is key to the success yeah you got
1: to fail oh, in yes. order to be successful okay. yeah yeah what's it called i'm sorry i heard that differently oh my gosh <laughs> Buffalo. well it, exactly <laughs> what you said right there but that's a beautiful quote david and without further ado, um, actually, before we go in, before you introduce us to our next segment, we do have an audio message from Ophimar. So do you mind if I do nice. that really quick? Let's do it. All right, here's Ophimar.
2: Oh, my gosh, you always have great quotes. <laughs> Thank but you. Seriously, that one right there, that needs to be repeated over and over again. You got a <laughs> choice. Either you can fight for it or you can be sad about not fighting for it.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Right. Ofimar gets it. Ofimar gets it. And uh, thank you for that, that comment about the course, man. Uh, I appreciate it. it takes uh, I, I like looking at them and just to be able to sp- spread some positivity to other people, you know, it feels good. We're right there to it. Also, quick reminder to everyone
1: listening right now, again, feel free to share the show on any um, any social media platform and to your friends and family. But other than that, David, go ahead and kick us
0: off, my guy. All right, let's do it. So, let's, further, without further ado, let's get into our second segment, and we're going to run the floor, ladies and gentlemen. And basically, in this segment uh, on our on our Monday podcast, we go over the games that happen on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then on our Thursday podcast, we go over the games that happen on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So, since today is our Thursday podcast, let's go over let's go over the the last game of the NBA season, the NBA Finals Game Six, at Milwaukee. Bucks, the Bucks are up 3 2. And uh, without further ado, let's get into it. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I, I'm sure you guys already know this through uh, social media, or even if you're watching the game. The Bucks have won 105 to 98, and they got their first championship in 50 years. Uh, that's really good. I mean, before I get into the stats, I just want to say congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks organization, and nonetheless, then. Giannis the Kumbo man, he did his job. He did his job throughout the whole playoffs and uh, just major process this whole team uh, sticking through, fighting through till the end against the. I thought a Suns team that was gonna beat the Bucks team, but congrats to the Bucks man. But, yeah, man. If,
1: if you don't mind, can I jump in really quick. Yeah. What's it called? Just just like you said, you know, congrats to the Bucks. Um, I'm with you on that one, man. Just. Just um, I I was I wanted the Suns to win. I expected the Bucks to win in actually seven, but um, they ended up doing it in six. Man, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks, 2021 NBA champs. They feel like they're on top. At that point, oh, imagine that feeling, David. You know what I mean? Like just being, you feel like you're on top of the world. You are the NBA champions, my guy. Imagine that feeling, man. Imagine yeah.
0: that, bro. It must yeah. be amazing. Exactly, man. But take it away, bro. Take it away. But uh, without further ado, let's get into the stats of this game. And um, I'm going to go over uh, the losing team, the Phoenix Suns. And uh, one person had a very good game. and It was CP3. CP3 led the team with 26 points. He had five assists, two rebounds, one steal, and only three turnovers. And he shot 57% from the field and 50% from three. So, overall, this is a great game for CP3. He pretty much put his heart on his uh, – he put his whole game out there. He put his heart out there to try to get this victory and force a game seven. But, unfortunately, cannot be done. And I'm not blaming CP3 for this loss because he did put up good numbers. But the next guy, unfortunately, he's the second-highest leading scorer on the Suns team. But it's, uh, he didn't perform well in the percentages-wise. And it's Devin Booker. Devin Booker had 19 points. He shot 36% from the field. And he was 0 for 7 from 3. I'm going to say it one more time. 0 for 7 from 3. <laughs> uh, I, I, do you guys hear me? Did everyone hear me That Did everyone hear that? A big I fat here. donut. That's a 0%. You can't get any worse than that. But we'll, we'll, I don't even know if we can move past that because they lost. But I guess you got to have to move past it. But it was just a poor shooting night for Devin Booker. You just could tell that nothing was falling, falling for him. It was like a cover on the lid. On the rim, but you moved past it. But he also had a three, three rebounds and five assists to go along with it, with a, a high six turnovers. So, ugh, if that doesn't scream bad game to, for Devin Booker standards, I don't know what will. But and then also you had uh, Jay Crowder, third highest leading score with 15 points. He had a double double with 13 rebounds, four steals, one block, and uh, two turnovers. I mean, awesome for him. Shooting percentage was a little bit low, 36% and two for nine from three, which is 22%. And then you got DeAndre Aiden, who did really good on defense, but only put 12 points. And I'm expecting more from DeAndre Aiden, if I'm being honest. I'm expecting at least 16, 18 points, but he had 12 points, six rebounds, one assist, two steals, two blocks, and only two turnovers. And he shot 33% from the field, Uh, DeAndre. If all your shots are coming inside the paint, you should not be shooting 33%. You can't. You can't be doing that. But he had an awesome defensive night. And then overall, that wasn't enough for the Phoenix Suns to force a Game 7. And uh, I feel bad for CP3, man. I really do because he really did play a very well game. It just wasn't enough for this Phoenix Suns team to go to Game 7. But what, do you th- what are your overall thoughts on the Phoenix Suns? Oh, man, I feel
1: you on that, man. Overall, it's overall, when, when I'm looking at these stats, right, I'm looking at the box score after watching the game as well. Well, the main thing that pops out to me is basically the shooting per the shooting percentage as a whole from the Phoenix Suns. It wasn't terrible, but um individually, you look at some of the performances and it just wasn't really good enough. You know, as a team, they ended up shooting 44% from from the field, but they shot 24% from the three-point line, which was really bad. You know, really really bad. He, they shot 84 percent from the free throw but like I don't expect anything less to be honest he really really decent numbers from the free throw but um we look at the we look at the um field goal percentage right it's 44 percent but when we look at the people that actually shot well the only people I really consider is Mikel bridges he shot three for seven not bad you know pre- pretty decent numbers but he only had seven points okay so it wasn't really that big of a contribution that's just a good percentage okay then you look at CP3 he was the he probably was the biggest contribution on the field, the field goal percentage and the points being given because he was a high scorer, like you said, and he shot 11 for 19. Then off the bench, you have Frank, Kamins- Frank Kaminsky, a big dude, three for four, all of his shots, you know, coming from inside, basically, um, and he only had six points. And then you had Cameron Payne off the bench, who put up pretty good bench numbers. He had 10 points, and he shot four for six. So I'm looking as a whole at this, right? And those those four guys st- stand out to me on shooting percentage, Okay. But mm-hmm. only one of them had above twenty points. You understand what I'm trying to say? And then yeah. you the, the biggest players, when they needed them, eight for twenty-two, Devin Booker, four for twelve, DeAndre Ayan. Jay Crowder, four for eleven. It needed to be. It need. They needed more. They needed more than just CP3 and a couple of role players. You know what I mean? They needed all their stars to come out and play. And even even when they didn't, they didn't. Um, even when they didn't play that well. They only lost by what? 7 points, right? Is my math correct? I yes, 7 points, seven, yes. Only 7 points, you know. So realistically, if it's a different day for Devin Booker and Deandre Aiden, we might see we might see the Suns win this game. But unfortunately, I believe the defense the the defense from for the um from the Bucks was a little bit too much for them, and they ended up coming out with the win. But I'm not going to go into the defensive stats because that's when I pass it back over to you my guy. Yeah.
0: Go more into it, man. But before I move on, I, w- I want to discuss the shooting Suns because uh, you know, DeAndre, he did have 12 points. And something real quick, because if DeAndre scores another two more points and Devin Booker hits two threes, we're, we're seeing a game seven in Phoenix. I mean, Isn't I hate it? to be that guy. I hate to be that guy. But even shooting two for seven is very low, too, for Devin Booker. So it was just it's just unacceptable for his standards. You know, he had, back to, he had two 40-plus-point games in, in, in the NBA Finals this, this series. So, like, you're expecting more from him. But he's still young, and he's going to bounce back very quickly. I don't know if we expect to see the Suns next season. Eric, real quick, you, you expect to see the Suns be in the same position next year or no? Wow.
1: This is, a, in my opinion, this is a very big question right here. You know, will we see the Suns? When you say if we see the Suns in, in, in this position, are you going as far as saying them in the finals again or them just being a good team in general?
0: Uh, I'm saying the finals. Yeah, if I'm
1: being a hundred percent honest, right as of right now, I feel like it's too early to call. I'm going to go ahead and say no, right from Joe. Yeah. But the reason being, I'm gonna say I, I I think it's a little bit too early to call because one we have to see what CP three does because he's still a yeah, free yeah. You know, and there there there's been words for other things that we will get into later on in the, in the podcast. <laughs> so stay tuned. You know, what I mean, stay tuned for that. But um, also. They also have to bring back a, a bunch of other players. I believe. I don't want to. I, I don't want to be like. I don't want to give out like false information. I don't know if DeAndre Ayton is a free agent or not, but I know that they do have to pay other players. You know what I mean? So realistically, we could see this team change a little bit.
0: Um, but the main thing is to bring back CP3. I think so. We'll you, see have what you have to. You have to Phoenix Suns. You got to bring back CP3. I don't care how expensive he is, because basically, if you look at his whole season with the Phoenix Suns. CP3 was really the engine moving everyone together, the glue exactly. gluing every piece together. And if he's out of that equation, if, if he's out of this equation, this is a starting lineup. Cameron Payne, point guard, Devin Booker, shooting guard, uh, small forward, Mikel Bridges, power forward, Jay Crowder, and the center, DeAndre Eden. I'm sorry, but it's a good team, but it's not a championship caliber team. I don't even know if it's top five seed uh, playoff, a uh, top five seed uh, basketball team, but... It's especially in the Western Conference as well, especially
1: yeah. in the Western Conference. Now, I will say this, though. A lot of people will say this, you know, like, even if they do bring back CP3, technically, they're going to have burst a healthy Lakers, you know, and a lot of people – I'm one of those people that I, I do also believe that if the Lakers were healthy, they would to the be in the Suns, okay? So, I think we would have had a whole different story in general. But I will say this. If CP3 does come back, right? I believe Devin Booker and DeAndre Ains' games are still getting better and better and better as as the years as years as we have the years to come. You know what I mean? So yeah. realistically, if I'm looking at this Suns team, I personally think if they bring back CP3, this Suns team is only gonna get better because their next two best players are very young, and they're gonna come back wanting it more. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so- I mean, I to- I totally get it, but like. I feel like CP3 was the reason why these people took a big step. Uh, Devin exactly. Booker and DeAndre Aiden took a big step, so you got to keep them.
1: No, no doubt in my mind, CP3 was the reason why this front team is as good as it is. But I'm saying with his leadership, if they bring him back, being the fact that he can still play at a high level, I believe Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden are going to even excel to even uh, even more higher, a higher level. So being, CP3 is the glue. You know what I mean? CP3 is the glue. So we might, we might see an even better Phoenix Suns team that we saw in this finals, is what I'm really trying to say. You know,
0: the, yeah. only
1: time will tell, though. Only time will tell.
0: Yeah, we got to remember this is Devin Booker and Deandre Ayton's first time in the playoffs. So exactly. And Devin, yeah, Booker, dropped Devin yes. Booker dropped
1: some crazy numbers. Booker dropped some crazy numbers. numbers. Most for definitely.
0: Age? He just, oh my goodness, absolutely insane numbers, absolutely insane. But uh, real quick, for a shout out to the Phoenix Suns, real quick, is a player I want to mention. And it's, uh, it's Torrey Craig. Shout out to him. Congratulations for getting his ring. <laughs> for getting his ring. <laughs> oh, I
2: man. believe it's
0: his first NBA championship. And uh, yeah, you guys are probably wondering, like, he's for the Suns and they lost. How did he get a ring? It's because uh, before the se- before, uh, trade deadline, Torrey Craig was on the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Milwaukee Bucks traded him. So, technically, uh, Torrey Craig could be the first. Uh, not the first, but he could uh, either way. If the Bucks win, or like the Bucks won, or even if the Suns won, either way, he's getting a championship ring. So he schemed the system on
1: that one. I <laughs> know, but... Craig, man. Oh <laughs> my
0: gosh,
1: what a guy. What a guy. <laughs> but, oh my uh, god, just literally DL Waiters of last year. That's crazy. Dude it's got a fl- chip regardless.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much. got yeah, a chip, regardless of the outcome. But without further ado, let's get into the new NBA 2021 champions. Of basketball, the Milwaukee Bucks. Let's get into these stats real quick. And uh, of course, this guy, this guy pops out as always. And it's Giannis Antetecumbo. I did pronunciation on that one, so it better be correct. And uh, <laughs> he had 50 points, ladies and gentlemen. A big 5-0. I mean, I, I he he scored 47.6% of the whole of, of the Milwaukee Bucks points. He scored almost half of the Milwaukee Bucks points. So. But didn't stop there. He had 50 points, five blocks, two assists, 14 rebounds. uh, Shot 64% from the field. One for three from three, which is 33%. And uh, Giannis, I I like the improvement on the free throw. He he went to the line 19 times. 19 times. And he went 17 for 19. 17 for 19. The whole Phoenix Suns team went, the whole team for the Phoenix Suns went 16 for 19. They shot 84%. Giannis by himself shot 17 for 19. Shot 89%. <laughs> so oh, by himself he shot more than the whole Phoenix Sun's team. But he did have six turnovers, but you forgive him when he's dropping you 50 points and five blocks, 14 rebounds, two assists. I mean, Giannis, it couldn't you couldn't ask for any much. You can't ask for much more from him. He did all he could. He put his heart out on that. And uh, you know, to be honest, when I was watching the game, I was a little upset. That CP3 did not get his ring. I'm like, oh man, like where is he gonna do now? Like this is probably was his only shot. But when I looked at how happy Giannis was, I'm like, you know what? I li- I like Giannis winning it. You know, even though I wanted CP3 to win it, I'm glad that Giannis got that got that win because you know it's a well deserved win for him. And he's done a lot for his community, he's done everything for Milwaukee, he stayed in the Milwaukee region to win a championship. And uh, he said it in his press conference. He's like, I waited. And he uh, got rewarded, so congrats to him. But he did not stop there because you had other people on this team. And uh, Chris Middleton had 17 points, 5 five assists, uh, 5 rebounds, and 4 steals. He shot 46% from the field and 25% from 3. And uh, he did have 5 turnovers, which is pretty high for Chris Middleton. But, you know, 17 points is a solid thing, and it helped the Bucks get the W. But also, you know, Drew Holiday with a double-double, uh, 12 12 points, 11 assists, four steals, another defensive thing, and three turnovers. And then you got Brooke Lopez with 10 points. And then you got Bobby Porter's off the bench with 16 points. So, I mean, they did enough. It wasn't no big three performance like it was in game game five, but it was enough for the Milwaukee Bucks to get crowned 2021 NBA champs. So, congrats to them. Definitely.
1: Definitely, definitely, definitely right there, man. Um really quick david before I before I like you know start my analysis on the Bucks and their performance to win the championship. I would like to play. We have two audio messages and they're both from our boy LiveWire, man. Let's hear it. So shout out to LiveWire. Thank you for popping out to the podcast, man. We appreciate you. And here's your audio message. Here we go.
3: Yo, what up, D Rod? Eric Hines. What's what up, what up, what up? up? Y'all salute. Y'all already. Thank
1: you, my appreciate man. Shout, shout out to you, out to you. What up, my dude? What up? Here we go with his
3: next audio message. Here we go. Yo, shout out to Giannis, too, for speaking his mind. I love that he said that because he's very humble. But he was like, yo, yeah. I did this. We did this. I ain't have to join a super team. He was like, I don't want to call nobody out. You know what I mean? But yo, <laughs> shout out to Giannis for that, man. Yeah,
0: yeah man. for sure. Livewire, for sure. But we all know who he was shouting out, you know. You know, only, but... Only one man, to be honest.
1: Well, I mean, it's crazy because, like, he really... He really did that. He really went off and said and said, you know, he stuck there from the team that drafted him, you know, stood stood there with them for the longest of time, grinded, got better himself, better himself as a player overall, challenged himself to be better, and now look at now look at the Milwaukee Bucks, you know? That was a yeah. really great look. That was a really great dra- draft pick, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> you got Without a doubt. At first, they didn't really have a player that you know was gonna like was I guess you say a bona fide star, you know what I mean? But realistically, they had a player that was gonna work his work his butt off, you know what I mean? To mm-hmm. until he got there. That's that's the those are the players that you want. You want the players that, that are nonstop gonna grind for you for your organization, you know? And that's what Giannis did, man. And shout out to him, man. He really pulled off. Ooh, dare I say this, to, to David? Oh, what are you gonna
0: say? What are you gonna he say? Pulled
1: off, a Jordan-esque ring, if you, oh. will. you know what I mean, because he didn't—he didn't leave his team. He didn't leave his team. The team that drafted him, he stayed with them. So, yeah. Like a Jordan-esque, Kobe-esque, you know what I mean, something like that. Staying with, stay with, stay with the organization. That's strictly what I mean, though. Nothing else by that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just, just the championship ring. That's it. Not, yep. we're, not, we're not talking about that just yet. But um, yeah,
0: but you know, before this Bucks organization. Imagine, like, going back like a couple of years when Giannis got drafted. Imagine, like, going into that, that front office, that room, when they were about to draft him, draft night, and you're like, did we go with this guy Giannis? Like, how how good do you think he's going to be? Like, there's always conversations going on. And for the Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks to take a chance on him, and I don't even know what pick he was, to be honest. I, I'm going to check that out right now. He was pick 15 in the first round. So he was no top five. He was no number one. He was, top, he was number 15 in the 2013 draft. So Amen. you take it – that's why when I look at the draft, the Bucks drafted him. But a big reason to why Giannis is where he is right now, it's because the Bucks organization helped him improve and believed in him. And also Giannis had a different mindset that many basketball players have, but not to a certain extent and made him thrive and become the greatness that he is today. So that's very well said
1: right there. That is very well said, very well said right there from you, David, to be honest. But, um, Really, really quick. We have another audio message from Live Wire again, man. So let's go ahead and play yes. this audio message. We love them. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Here we go.
3: Nah, I know. But, you know, in a, in a league where everybody's just running to the best team to be, you know what I mean? It's just getting out of control. Like, look, we all know Brooklyn did it. It's disgusting. Golden State did yeah. it. It's disgusting. You know, I will say Miami was and, and Boston Celtics, and I mean, look, super teams have existed before, but yes, at have. the rate it is now, everybody's just jumping on the bandwagon. It's like, nobody wants to work to win, and I think that's what I miss about Jordan, about even about Patrick Ewing and some of them guys from the Knicks, they couldn't win, but they stuck together. Nowadays, it's just a popularity contest. Oh, y'all going over there? All right, I'm going to go over there, man. You know It's like, so to see somebody say that and really, like, stick to his guns and... You don't really see it no more. So shout out to him, man. I like that. I love that.
0: Yeah, Livewire, you make up. You make a great point. I mean, I mean, nowadays you see people like go into different super teams, forming their own teams, and it's just like, all right, it's getting a little out of hand. Like when we saw the Golden State uh, Cleveland Cavaliers finals, and they went into the finals four times. It's like, come on, guys, like again, like for the for the first year, it was like, okay, it's exciting, Curry versus uh, LeBron James. And then the second year is like okay, it's still exciting. You know, you still get that. Maybe LeBron can get it back. And then the third year they get KD, and you're just like, all right, all right, we'll see what happens. This this is like the the best two, the best out of three kind of thing. And then the fourth year happened, you're like, all right, just forget it. Not we don't want to see, we don't want to see them win no more. Just just ch- get a different team in there. And uh, I'm just glad that this NBA Finals was not like a. Even though I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan, it wasn't like a, a Brooklyn Nets versus Los Angeles Lakers, because you got to see franchises that don't really get their name called that much get an opportunity to get an NBA ring. And we all know how important that is in, in the basketball world. So
1: Definitely, definitely. Now I will say this, though, live, I want to challenge you on one little thing that you said there, right? You said, um, you said like, you know like the Brooklyn Nets did it, and then you said that the Warriors did it. Now I want to say this. I understand the Warriors were a super team, but correct me if I'm wrong. The Warriors, other than Kevin Durant, they drafted all their great players that they have right now. So they did mistaken. stay.
0: Yeah. So you're saying the first two year the first two uh, NBA finals with the uh, Curry and Clay versus LeBron, you know, in Cleveland, that was what? like a true win for the Cleveland, uh, not, for the Golden State Warriors, because they drafted them. That's what you're yeah. trying to say.
1: They drafted though. They did a, a really good job on drafting the right players, right there. Because Curry and Clay are our franchise player, are franchise players too. In other words, in other words, like they're gonna mm-hmm. go down as like they're gonna go down as like warrior warrior like legends. You know what I mean? Like they haven't been on another team. But I understand when like KD came over there, then it was a different story because that's a that's a humongous super team. But like I, I want to, I want to challenge you on that one really quick. You know, because I feel as if like the Warriors did. They kind of did what the Bucks did. They just got, they just drafted better, you know. Like they had, a, they had two great picks.
0: That's a great point. I and agree we can't that.
1: forget about Draymond too. We can't forget about Draymond.
0: Mm-hmm. So, but um,
1: War does have another audio message, man. So do you, mind? You love
0: it. Let's hear. it. All right, here we go.
3: Yeah, yeah. Salute to y'all, man. Uh, I do feel bad for Chris, though, man. Damn, I really wanted Chris to win. Yeah, I wanted Giannis to win. I wanted both of them to win, but Chris, man. It uh, just—you see the pain in his eyes. Like this is never gonna happen.
0: (laughs) Uh, he was—you know what he was thinking in his head. He's like, like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. He was was waiting for that. He was waiting for that State Farm agent to come in and save him. But unfortunately, uh, it wasn't enough. And CP3, I'm thinking CP3 next year. You know the Phoenix Suns. They they might—they might—they're gonna want you. We know that because you made NBA Finals with them. But you're getting a little older, I think you're turning 37, or if you're not already 37. I say uh, you try to get out of there. You try to go to uh, – uh, As much as I don't like super teams, but for the best chance for CP3 to get a ring, he's got to join a team like LeBron James in Los Angeles. Whoa. Something like that. He's got to join thing. a team like that. He's got to join a team like that just because we all know CP3 is a dominant point guard. But – At his age, we don't know if he's dominant enough to lead a team to a franchise again. Not to lead a team to an NBA finals again. So, if I'm CP3, I'm like, I understand getting a little older. I know my role as a basketball player. And when I'm getting older, I'm not moving around that fast. You know, I'm not as agile as I was when I was younger. But I can still play make and still make shots and all that stuff. So, like who can I compliment? That's what you gotta look at. Who can I compliment the best and win a good championship ring? So, CP3, I, if you're listening, you gotta look at that.
1: David, you can't just drop a, a big a big like hot thing <laughs> around. Warning us, my guy. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. Whoa, David, just this, just in. David, right here, ready, Wait, wait, hold up. The Oracle, David, has just <laughs> said that he believes CP3 should go to the Los Angeles Lakers if he wants to win a chip. That's that that's written right there, David. Yeah, that's crazy man, crazy. But um. Really quick, um what oh my god, I forgot one. Oh, this this funny little joke really quick. When he said when LiveWire said Chris, when he sent in the audio message, tell me why the first person that that popped in my mind was Chris Middleton. What well, why? Why? Well why? I have no idea. I have no idea why, but I was like, Oh wait, they're talking about Chris Paul, never mind. But like, <laughs> I don't mean, know why I thought about that, bro. I was, yeah. like, why did, I was like, why did he feel bad for Chris Middleton? Like yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh,
2: uh, That's funny. All right.
1: What's it called? We got we got more audio messages from LiveWire, so we gonna keep we gonna keep just running through them, man. Let's go. Let's do keep it. it
3: we love it. We love it, dude. The Warriors is the best storyline. How that team got assembled? Yeah. There's a documentary on YouTube, bro. I had the utmost respect for the Warriors till they did that dirty shit and got KD.
2: <laughs> like
3: to me, that was like, bro, what did y'all do? Really? Y'all went just y'all just went seventy three and nine, and you telling me you need? arguably the number 2 player in the in the world. Come yeah, on, man. Like what especially Steve Kerr, man. And I, that's why I was more mad at cuz he was there with Jordan. He was there with them teams that like they fought to win. They they got better every year and just got better until they won. So it's like that I, that was disgusting to me, but yo, Golden State the way they were formed before KD is a beautiful thing. I had no problem with Golden State till they did that dumb shit. You know what I mean? Got KD and just fucked the whole league up.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I, I, I agree with what, what Livewire said. It makes sense.
1: I want not but I, I want again, Livewire, you know, just out of, like, you know, like sports debating, you know, friendly sports debate. I just want to ask you, if you had the chance, I know your team is already cracked, right? Like, say, like, you are, like, the, the Warriors, like, GM or something, and you had the chance to acquire Kevin Durant, would you not acquire Kevin Durant?
0: No, you most definitely would because he's he, a great player.
1: You know what I mean? So, like, in other words, in other words, like, that's why I'm trying to say, like, you know, like, I, I, if I had a chance to take Kevin Durant, I'm taking Kevin Durant, you know? Like, but yeah. at the same time, I do see where you're coming from in the fact that, like, you know, it just made it unfair. Because once they acquired Kevin Durant, it was just, there was no chance for anybody. And honestly, if we really want to talk about it, they should have three-peated, but Kevin Durant got injured. So, and they, they, had, they had Clay Thompson's injury, and then Kevin Durant's injury, and then it was just, it just fell apart right there. They couldn't beat Kawhi and the Raptors. But um, they really should 3 But um, yeah. either way, shout-out to you, um, Live Live. Shout-out to you. Yes. He does, he does another audio message, right? One more. So let's go ahead, and you mind if I play one really quick,
0: David? Let's do it. I want to hear it. All right, here we go.
3: I agree. I agree. Almost like a Gary Payne and Carl Malone move when they went to the Lakers in all 4 Yeah. Look, um, I think if he goes to one of them good teams, he could be definitely – somebody that makes a huge difference. I don't see no problem with that. Not at his age.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the best option for him at this point. It's like, you got to, 37 years old, Chris, not Chris Milton, Eric, Chris Paul. But all, right, all right, all <laughs> I'm messing, right. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, I'm like, he's 37 years old, CP3, you know, like, you got to start thinking about if you want that ring that bad or if you just want to stay with the Suns and develop with them. That's also fine, too. But if you want to add that the NBA finals to your legacy, I'm thinking you should look at options that can lead you there at easier, easier options that can lead you there, you know?
1: And also I want to add in as well. You know, I feel like there's a very different um, way that people look at it when, say if you're like, you're a little bit in your prime or maybe a little bit out of your prime. I'm really referring to Kevin Durant when he went to the Warriors, but like it was different because he was still a very top player at the time that he was playing and he still Mm -hmm. was a top player. But when you look at CP3, not saying CP3 is not a top player, but he's 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 a lot older, you know? Like, we don't we, – he probably has, like, literally a couple of years left, you know? So, that's why I feel like if he was to go to the Lakers, no one would really look at it as, like, you know, they're forming a super team. It isn't fair, yada, yada, this, yada, you know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. he's still – he's just trying to get his ring at this point, you know? Yeah. Like he's, just trying, he's just trying to get his ring. He doesn't have that much time left in the league anyways. Let him do it. You know what I mean? He's got – exactly. respect. So, I feel like it wouldn't be looked at as weird at all. But um, that was a really good that was a really um good take from you, David. In, in that sense, you know, just like like bringing that out there. But um, if I'm being I I'm, I'm ooh, if I got, I'm gonna comment on that really quick. You know, since you gave your take on it, I feel like I should give my take on it. Should CP3 leave the Suns? If anyone else has a anyone else in the chat um or in or that's listening right now, if you have an opinion on this, feel free to drop it in. You know, and also feel free to drop a follow if you haven't followed yet. But regardless. Um, um, should CP3 leave the Phoenix Suns? Oh my gosh. Um, honestly, I agree in the fact that, um, CP3 should possibly leave the Suns to go, if he's going to the Lakers though, if he's going to the Lakers, I would, because, you know, him and LeBron, you know, they got a little bit of a brotherhood in between them, you know, they, they, they're boys. So like, that would be like a really good chemistry link. And also with Anthony Davis, you know, you never know what could possibly happen. But um, I think like it'd be the best fit for him. But you also have to remember that Russell Westbrook is in the talks of going to L.A. as well.
0: That is true. That so is true. we
1: don't know exactly if that might be the situation for CP3. Now the question becomes, who's the better fit, CP3 or Russell Westbrook, you know? Yeah. So that's another question or conversation to be had. But... Um, Really quick, David, we got another audio message from our boy Livewire, man. Yes. Livewire, I love I love it tonight, man. I love it, man. Yeah. Stop it now. We really appreciate it, but here we go with your audio message.
3: Here we go. All right, we're going to say CP3. <laughs> um, <clears throat> You know, and, and another thing, man, another thing. I think these teams learned that you can stack them up all you want, man, but the Lakers learned, the Brooklyn Nets learned, injuries Look, man, I'm not going to say karma, but the NBA just had a major reset. And somebody, to me, when I think of legacy, I think of somebody that that went through trials and tribulations, right? Somebody that really faced adversity came back from it and won, like what Giannis did. Like what Jordan did when they lost. Remember when Jordan came back and they lost to the Magic? Well, he did. He came back and won next year. When they lost to the Pistons, he came back and won the next year. That's what's missing from guys like KD and and Kyrie Irving and, and James Harden. There's just no legacy attached to them. They're just great players that, ah, I don't know, man. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Wait, really quick, really quick. You know how he said, you know how, like, Jordan lost and they came back and went next year? Yeah. In other words, Kevin Durant lost and next year joined the team that beat him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you compare, and listen, I'm a Kevin Durant fan, too. I love Kevin Durant, but, like. If you just compare it, like the match that you know, like Jordan, you know, Jordan loses here, comes back and wins the championship. Jordan loses there, comes back and wins the championship. Katie loses to the team then he joins. That team, it's like, oh no! Um,
0: it's total opposite what Jordan did.
1: It's like, it's like there's levels to that. So live wire, we hear you, man. We understand yeah. what you're trying to say in that aspect. Yep.
0: But um, with that Eric, being
1: said, wait, Eric, I, I have a agree. question.
0: I have you're a, like, de- oh, I have a, I have a debate for you. Oh, let's and, uh, go and this is before we move on to our next segment, but this is very interesting, and I want to get your opinion on it. Uh, it's about Giannis, and you all know his fifty-point game that he had, and he was with history with uh, Michael Jordan and and uh, Akeem, A- 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 you know. Yeah. But I want to ask you this question: Will Giannis be on the LeBron Jordan level in the future Whoa. after implanting this this MVP? The- you got MVPs, Defensive Player of the Years. And uh, you got a Finals MVP. Will um, does this put him on to the LeBron Jordan talk, or in the next couple of years, like will this cement his, his spot?
1: Oh my gosh, you just did that. You just did. That. You just did that to me. You just did that to me. <laughs> put me in the spot. All right, I love this question. Honestly, I love it. Great question, David. Um, you know you going to have to answer it too though, right?
0: Yeah, no, unfortunately. All
1: right. All right, all right, all right, cool, cool. As long as we're on the same page. But um, if I'm being honest, you said in the future? Yeah. The LeBron, the LeBron-Jordan level. Oh, my gosh. So you're saying, like, he's in the conversation of the greatest of all time, in other words?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Top three, those three guys are going, talking all the time.
1: In order for Giannis to really put himself in that conversation – in my opinion, he's got to win a couple more championships. I'm sorry. It's like he's done – he's won – technically, the only thing that he has over LeBron is the defensive player of the year. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, LeBron doesn't have that, but but Jordan has darn near everything. You know what I mean? Jordan almost has done everything, and LeBron's resume is insanely stacked. So, realistically, when you look at Giannis' resume – the greatest thing other than what he's just done right now in, in winning an NBA championship is winning the MVP and defensive player of the year in the same year. That's something that's very, um, very hard to do, obviously. And very, um, uh, an amazing accomplishment in the NBA. No doubt in my mind. So if we run down Giannis's resume really quick, it's Defensive player of the year, two time MVP, um, NBA champion. And obviously of the all-star selections and so on and so forth. But, um, and a finals MVP. Whenever he's went to the championship, he's a finals MVP. Right now, he's a good record on that. See, now, yeah. if I'm being honest, there's potential. But in order for him to do so, my final answer would be, like, he has to, he has to win more. Like, he has to win the NBA championship on, on like, at least two, two to three more times to me, for me to even consider, it, to be honest with you.
0: All right. I respect that. I respect that. And I, I agree. I agree with what, you, with what you said in the future after watching Giannis play throughout these playoffs, I have high hopes for him in this future. I really think he's going to be something special. And uh, I'm thinking he might, he is a very, very good chance of being on the Jordan LeBron level in the future, just because he's got this first, first finals uh, under his belt, right? First final NBA championship under his belt. But the thing is, will he win more with the same box team? Will they beat teams like the Brooklyn Nets, Los Angeles Lakers? Nope. I don't know, but I'm not, I'm not ruling it out. Let us just say that because, yeah, it's possible. But if Giannis improves his three-point and his free throw, and he has like a, a, at least another, another – I might say another NBA championship, probably two more NBA championships, we're definitely looking at him being up there in the future.
1: I think, I think he'll be one of the greatest players of all time, no doubt in my mind. Definitely. I think I think he will submit his legacy because no like regardless of the NBA championships, right? I feel as if Giannis still has a defensive player of the year in him, right? And he yeah. also possibly has another NDP in him as well. And we all mm-hmm. know Giannis's mentality. He's gonna keep working. He's gonna constantly keep working until until he, he like until he can't until he like retires. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. just, that's just his mentality. But Regardless, I feel as if he can still build his resume to make it even make it even greater than it already is. But um, yeah, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really a really tall task for him to to really um get that get up to that LeBron and um and Jordan conversation because when you really think about it, in the beginning of LeBron and Jordan's careers, LeBron and Jordan were already like top top players. You know what I mean? Like they came into the league and wrecked havoc. You know, Giannis didn't really do that, like, to their level, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: we but, didn't start talking about Giannis when he was first drafted. We started talking about Giannis, like, later on in the years, you know? Yeah. Not to take anything away from him, though. What he's done has been absolutely amazing, but he's had to work a little bit more towards towards um, towards um
0: getting to that great level, you know? Yeah. So all I'm going to say is that it's going to take time, and he has a very, very good chance of going up there. Hey, man, if he could get, if he could get, a, could
1: get at least one more chip before he hits 30 – then we have a he because NBA players these days with the way they take care of themselves they could probably play until they're 40 years old. I mean look at Vince Carter when I mean obviously he's out of the league now. But look look yeah. look at what Vince Carter did. You know what I mean? And like yep. the way Giannis, the way Giannis is built, oh my goodness. Like you never know how long he can go for. So we'll see what happens, man. We'll definitely see what happens.
0: We will definitely see what happens.
1: But um really quick, David, we have another audio message from our boy LiveWire. Let's hear it. Let's go, man. Here
3: we go. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you know, Kobe. When Kobe was thinking about leaving LA, he said, yo, get me players. He got, you know, LeBron Odom and, and, and uh, Gasol, and they went back to back. You know what I mean?
1: See, David, do you mind if I take this one really quick? Sure. Um, the thing I like about that, right, it's kind of like a Damian Lillard situation, right? I feel as if a player, and this is kind of like really weird coming coming from the fact that I'm a KD fan as well. But I feel as if a player, if the organization is not doing you right or doing you well enough to get you a championship, if they're not giving you the pieces that you want or the pieces that you need in order to win a championship, that's a that's a good good like reason to leave. You know, in the sense when you look at Kevin Durant, his team was his team was stacked in OKC. Man, the team was. There was, there was no one leaving. All they had to do was put their heads down and work harder next year. You know what I mean? But he left right away. You know, like, one, once it went downhill, when the year that they should have wanted, to be honest with you, he left right away and went to Golden State and made things even more difficult. So, realistically, I, I definitely see how, like, that's, like, kind of, like, foul. But really, I feel like we might step into a different, like, this upcoming generation Maybe they, maybe they, maybe they have a different, um, a different perspective on the game, man. And maybe they, are a little bit more loyal because we have, we have some superstars that are in smaller markets. So people like Devin Donovan. Booker, yeah. Devin
0: Booker, Phoenix, Giannis with Bucks, you know, Exa- exactly. Trey Young with the Hawks. We got exactly. a lot of, a lot of young stars in, in smaller markets. Now, well like,
1: real, realistically, like, like, yeah, these teams. The only team that really doesn't have that big of a history. Is the Suns because they've never won an NBA championship? The Bucks, you know, they had they had their championship fifty years ago, you know, some or around fifty years ago. The Hawks, I believe, the Hawks have won before, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. That's a good question. I actually want to double check that because I don't I don't want to put out like, <laughs> was, like false information. Um, but I'll, I'll get that information to you information for you guys a little in a little bit. But um, overall, like. These are still like, these aren't your Boston Celtics, your San Antonio Spurs, your Los Angeles Lakers, you know what I mean? People that have several championships on, like, and, like, have legacies to go with them as well. So, like, I definitely understand where that comes from as well. So, overall, that's, that's, um, that's, that's, a, that's a, I understand where you're coming from. In other words, shock, um, not shockwave, live wire right there. But, um, David, do you want to talk about that really quick?
0: Uh, basically, you hit it on the head. I mean, Hopefully, in the next generation of people, like we're seeing young, younger players staying with their drafted teams, like Giannis, Trey Young. But we'll see what happens because, you know, they're still young and they might – things change, I'll just say. Maybe the, maybe the, the organization treats them bad and they want to leave. Stuff happens, but the way it's going, we see a lot of young stars in smaller markets, which is overall going to improve the level of basketball in the future. But – all right, all right. Well, perfectly said right there too. And um,
1: really quick, I just got the information. Now I'm a little bit confused because it says that they don't have any conference titles, but they have an NBA championship. <laughs> so I don't know how it's physically possible. I'm have to do more research on that. But like they saying that they won it in 1958. I don't know if that's entirely true, but um, either, either way, man. They, yeah, they say that they won it. They said they yeah, they, they, they won, won in
0: 1958. They said. Ah,
1: okay, okay, okay. So that was that was eons ago, in other words. That was literally Eons. Yeah. So they're really they <laughs> at the markets, realistically. But um they've had some good players come through. But um with that being said, David, I haven't dove into the buck stats yet, to be honest with you. Like after like you know like, you like dove into the buck stats and then you asked them to like really like get yeah out the analysis. Do you mind if I do that really quick? Yeah. All right, so basically looking at this, um if I look at this If I'm the Phoenix Suns, I'm looking at this. I'm really, I'm looking at the statue. I'm like, one man beat us. One man really beat us. Like (laughs) pretty much, be
0: honest. Pretty much.
1: If you look at the other stats, they're kind of mediocre. You know, I look at Drew Holiday's stats. He almost had a triple double. He just shot really badly, and he played really good defense. He just shot terrible. You know what I mean? But you look at Chris Milton. He only had 17 points, and he shot six for 13. Not saying that that's bad. But in order for them, if it's a tough game and Giannis gonna have 50, a 50-piece 50 Chicken McNugget, you know, it's like, <laughs> like they're going to lose this game. So it's crazy. Like, Giannis really put on a performance for the ages. Like, I feel like we really have to sit back and look at this, okay? 50 points, 14 rebounds, 2 assists, 5 blocks. He did have 6 turnovers, but we'll, we'll, we'll bypass that, right? 16 for 25 from the field. David, what's the percentage of that, really quick?
0: That is 64% from the field. With a 50 piece chicken McNugget. Oh my. <laughs> like,
1: he really, like, this is a performance. This is a type of performance. This is a closeout performance. This is a legendary performance. And I want to ask you, David, do you think. Oh, oh, oh. Now, it's going to be a very hard question, David. I don't expect you to really answer it, to be honest, because it's a very controversial question as well. But, you know, I, I'm going I'm to put you on the spot. I'm going to put you on the uh, spot, David. you have going to put you on the spot. Do you think this is the best NBA Finals
0: closeout performance ever? Oh, he did it. He did, yes, ladies I and did. gentlemen. He had to go there. But... I had to.
1: I had to. And also, anyone else that's listening, if you have an opinion on that, I would love to hear your opinion on it, too. Do you guys think this is the best NBA Finals closeout performance of
0: all time? I would love to hear uh, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to say it's up there. It really is up there. It might be okay. either top three, maybe number, number one. It's either – it's in the top three. But I'm going to have to go with this other performance. It was really good. And I, I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. It was Michael Jordan back in 1998. Game 6 of the NBA Finals when they versed the Utah Jazz and uh, hit yeah. that, that game winner that game winner shot yeah, uh, which iconic. put the the Bulls up uh, 87 to 86 which won the game for them. And the reason why I say it's it's harder and the reason why I put that higher than Giannis's, is, is because Giannis he won at, at home. He won at home and he had a great performance at home. Now I'm not discrediting him because that is hard that is very hard. Mm-hmm. But what Michael Jordan did, he did it away. He did it at Utah Jazz Place. They did it at Utah Jazz Stadium. And I just feel like that brings more attention to the, to the thing because, like, Michael Jordan was away, and I, I, it just, like, it's harder to have a great performance when you're away, if that makes any sense. That, no, it makes 100% like sense. And to, give, to put it into more
1: perspective of what you're saying, Yannis shot 17 for 19 from the free throw line. If he was in the Sun Stadium, you'd know darn well that that, that percentage is yeah. under 50%. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I definitely understand what you're saying. Definitely understand what you're saying. But, you know, I didn't put you on the spot really quick, David. I had to. I had to. No, that's good. I had. I to, mean, that, that, very, was, that was very good. Very good. Very good. But um, really quick, I just want to look at this again just like to, like, reiterate. Yeah, man, I feel bad for the Phoenix Suns, because like at the end of the day, it's just one of those things. This this is why I feel like we have to soak this in. This is we just witnessed, in my opinion, we just witnessed some type of history that will oh, always be yeah. remembered. Because
0: Without a doubt.
1: Because when you really look at the stats, now obviously the Phoenix Suns should have realistically, like as a team, they could they they could have done better. You know what I mean? You had Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton that slacked off realistically. But they lost to one man. Like they lost not saying that the 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 Milwaukee Bucks and any other like didn't do anything, you know what I mean. But Giannis's performance was insane. Like he single, he almost, he darn near single handedly took down this team, you know. And this is something yeah. that to be let fifty points. Oh my! And five blocks. Oh my god! <laughs> insane, bro. Insane. But it's gonna go on for the for the ages, man. It's going go on for the ages. But um. With that being said, man, being the fact that we're talking about top players, David, do you mind? You know, I know we gotta go into our next segment, but I gotta—I want to see if like we can like just like talk about this really quick. All right, yeah, what is it? Um, really, it just popped up in my head. After this year, right? Who do you have? You know, not speaking on legacy, just like kind of like I guess you could say form. You know, like in form, right? And based it off everybody's season, you know, um. Who is the best player in the NBA right
0: now? Oh, come on, man. Come on. Ugh. Based off of last question. season. Am but, I just basing it off of last season? You, go yeah. Ahead, and, and,
1: season. and and you you could average in, you know, like, you know, you gotta think about obviously, you know, Josh just won the championship, but I want you to think about like everyone's different situations, everyone like different teams, different so different this and different that. Who
0: is the best player in the league as of right now? <laughs> I'm gonna have to go. I got two right now. And it's okay, hard to dial these okay. two down. I'm going to have to go with Giannis because just how dominant he was in this playoffs, and I feel like mm-hmm. he will continue it because it's very hard to find a way to stop Giannis, and I feel like he will never get denied. But also, I got to go with this other guy. He uh, plays in Dallas, Dallas Mavericks. It's uh, Luka Doncic. You ever heard wow. of him? I, th- I think so. I think Luka Doncic, I have really high hopes for him, and I really think he'll do very, very well next year just because the coaching they got, I believe it was Jason Kidd, and I feel like – Jason Kidd's like, like we say, like a mini, mini version of uh, Luca in a sense. Yeah. And he will lead him because he's one of the one, a great point guard, Jason Kidd is. But not even that, like with the rumors saying that they might hire like the, he- the assistant coach that Luca played, uh, played with that as like a, what was it, like in the European League? Yeah. I forgot his name. Yeah. But if they do that, I feel like that would make major th- strides to his, um, to Luca's game. And I feel like overall, the, co- the coaching organization is, is doing good for Luca. And I feel like at the end of the day, I feel like Luca is going to have MVP numbers next year alongside with Giannis. Yeah, definitely.
1: Definitely. I, I, like, I like the sound of that right there. You know, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead. You know, I feel like I should answer it too because I put you on the spot, you know. But yeah. um, I'm going to go ahead and say, in my opinion, the most like, the, I have three. Okay. Those three guys, you know, the, at the top of their uh, – there's so many great players. I feel like <laughs> – Like, I'm not going to say Jokic. Like, even though he won the MVP, I'm not going to say – I don't think Jokic is, like, the best player in the no. league in right now. No offense to Jokic. I know he's amazing. But, like, for me, I think it's either LeBron, Giannis, or KD in my Really? Opinion. Yeah. I, I And realistically, I, I probably – I would have to wait to see what LeBron does next year, but I'd probably say LeBron because I feel as if, if he would have had his real, if the Lakers had their real team and the Nets still like got injured like that, I think the Lakers would probably be repeated and got another championship. If I'm being real, but um, LeBron, LeBron, man, he's at old age and the things that he's still doing is crazy. So and you
0: know, you you
1: you to 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 bet against LeBron is, is like is is sometimes. Realistically, a bad thing to do, you know. You make it's risky.
0: It's risky sometimes.
1: It's very risky. Very risky. So, so
0: er, to clarify. You're saying that LeBron is going to win MVP next year, or no? No,
1: no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Just
0: saying. So, you're saying he's the best player going into the next? Okay, I I understand. I understand.
1: I will, but, uh, I would. I would say going into next year, next season, is he the best player in the league? I don't know. It's kind of tough to say, but I think he's a, he's obviously a top player though. That's why I say.
0: It's got
1: to Giannis, like you said Luca. There's so many star players, but like to pick like one to single out, I would say LeBron, Giannis, and Kevin Durant next year. Next year, it's gonna be those guys like really be. Even if they, even if one of them don't win MVP, I feel as if like they're still gonna be like like known as one of the best player, one of the better players in the league. You know, because with MVP, like you have to factor in like if your team is good. You know, also if if like um what what's it called like you have to have a good record. You have to have certain things to require for MVP. So Realistically, like sometimes, the sometimes someone won't get credited for MVP. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. that's just why I, I want to put that out there really quick. But that was I just want to ask you that question really quick. Just want to ask you know, spice, spicing it up a little bit. You know, bit spicy, <laughs> right? but uh, we do have another audio message from our boy Livewire again. Shout out to Livewire. Yeah, man. Yo, really out here giving us these awesome questions and and opinions as well. We love it. And also just a, a reminder, ladies and gentlemen. Really quick this is a perfect example of what we mean like we love the way like you guys like sending audio messages constantly you know we love when you guys get involved keep it keep it keep doing it man this is a safe space and a free space to to voice your opinion you know what i mean about sports well said
0: well said eric well said
1: thank you my god let's go ahead and play this live wire audio message here we go
3: yeah it's definitely up there definitely up there i do like uh dallas in 2011 closing out against miami Um, I do like Jordan and the Jazz the second time around closing that game out the way that ended. Uh, I do like the Lakers closing it out against the Celtics the second year after they lost that uh, finals. Um, Man, it's up there. It's definitely up there with with some of the great closeout games.
0: Yeah, so basically, ladies and gentlemen, we just witnessed history. We witnessed it. So keep it keep it keep it photographed in your in your memory and soak it in as well man cuz we don't know the yes. next
1: time we'll see something like this maybe but, next uh, year
0: hopefully next year <laughs> you know, hope, hopefully it comes by
1: but coming. I, have a, I have a weird feeling that uh we might have an we might have a super team hour next year so uh, this, this is a we'll sneaky see. feeling this is a sneaky if if injuries don't play a part again but like this is a sneaky feeling yeah. but um um Let's go ahead, really, really quick, David. With that being said, go ahead and lead us into our next segment, my guy.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is? It is our prediction game. And for anyone who doesn't know, me and Eric, we predict games for our, on our thir- on our Thursday podcast. We predict games. Or we go over the predicted games that we predicted on our Monday podcast. On the, and then on our Thursday podcast, on our Monday podcast, we go over the games that we predicted on our Thursday podcast. So, without further ado, since uh, this is the last game and only game. In the, in the in the whole week yeah man um, this is this was a crucial one this was a crucial one because ladies and gentlemen if anyone doesn't know the score is the oracle me 79 to easy eric's 76 so can eric pull off the comeback i don't know all i need is one point to secure my lock literally we'll we find out we will oh. find out in two seconds actually
1: Technically, technically speaking, David, you actually only need two points because technically if I got like four – if I got four out of four, I would have eight. Yeah. So you need – David, ladies and gentlemen, th- we've been doing this since basically what? Like mid-season, I would say? Mid-season? Yes. So right here, it's coming down to this. 79 to 76, okay? I'm my back out David, man. I don't know what it is, but I'm excited. I'm excited, man. And regardless – i'm
0: hoping go ahead i said i'm hoping i can close it out i really am praying right now but we'll (laughs) we'll find out ladies and gentlemen david i
1: i guess like to like live up to the suspense like i'll read yours first you know all right yeah you're in the lead so ladies and gentlemen once again just a reminder david just needs two points to secure the victory and become the first time ever you know like prediction game winner, you know, so come on,
0: David, Please, man, here we please,
1: go. please. To start you off, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? To start you off, David, David oh. predicted that in game six of the NBA Finals that the Phoenix Suns would win. <laughs> of course, I did.
0: 116 to 109. Of course, I did. Of course, I did. Why?
1: So not right. only do he, does he miss out on the, on the game prediction, but he also missed out on the point prediction because he got the, the point differential wrong as well or the points in general because the game was 105-98. to 98. But, David, you need these next two points in <laughs> order to scare the dub. Please. Here we go. So, David's first prediction said, he said that CP3 would have 25-plus points and 6-plus assists. And David... Chris Paul had 26 points, but only five assists. He's
0: no, no,
1: David can no. no longer. He can no longer secure the victory as of right now. He's technically speaking, David. You're only just playing to like to secure like to and you have to hope that I have a bad like I have a bad I have a bad prediction. Oh my! It's still 79 <laughs> points. Here we go. oh uh, this is intense. Okay.
0: Please, please.
1: prediction, David, you predicted that Drew Holiday would have plus 20 points and seven plus assists, and Drew Holiday had 11 assists, but only 12 points. Oh, my. So, David, at the end of the last, the last prediction game, comes out with a donut and cannot get any points out of his predictions, ladies and gentlemen, the score remains seventy nine to seventy six. Oh, of course, goodness. of course
0: it does. Oh my, you got I couldn't get one point. CP three. He couldn't pass the ball one more time. uh but oh my gosh. Oh, I'm I mean, really me, right it's, not it's not over. It's not over because we got to read Eric's predictions, ladies I and need gentlemen. Three points. He needs three points to tie and four points to win. So we'll see. We will see. And ladies and gentlemen, let's get without further ado, let's get into Eric's prediction. So Eric, ladies and gentlemen, predicted that the Milwaukee Bucks were going to win one twenty to one fifteen. So you do get a point because Milwaukee Bucks did win one hundred five to ninety eight. So you do get a point for the Milwaukee Bucks winning, but however, you do not get a point for the Milwaukee Bucks uh, with the score. So oh my god, I'm happy. So you know you can't you can't beat me. So now it's seventy seven. To 79. So, oh. there's two more predictions to read off. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric oh, no. predicted that Giannis Antetokounmpo would have 30 plus points and uh, he almost doubled that for you, Eric. And he had 50. So, you get another okay. point for that. We did that the brings your total one. to 78. Oh, my goodness. All right. It brings it to 78. One point to tie oh, or on. you lose the prediction game for the NBA season. And ladies and gentlemen, Eric Predicted that, Easy E predicted that DeAndre Ayton was gonna have no, no, less than twenty points, and he had twelve points. Let's go! Oh, let's uh, go, baby! This time, the comeback.
1: Let's go! No, let's no. go, baby. Easy E, Easy E, people stand up, baby. The Easy E, the Easy E. Army I better stand up right now. We are here, baby. We are here. Let's go. It's
0: not fair. game.
1: I'm calling I, I
0: call cheating. I call cheating. Yo, I call we, cheating.
1: Oh my god. Uh, we, just pulled, we just pulled that Ray
0: Allen corner three right there. Let's go. Let's oh, go. Oh my baby. Why? Why does that have to happen, man? Why can't CP3 pass the ball one more time or even even or even the Suns winning, or even Drew Holiday getting eight more points, man. Yeah. Oh my. Let's uh, go, baby. So with that being said, the score
1: is officially tied 79 to 79, David. So we need a tiebreaker.
2: Uh, we need a oh tiebreaker. No.
1: Listen, David, I have an idea right here. I think, Let's hear I it. think we've discussed this in the past. Yes, we and have. Ladies and gentlemen. Hear us out. Ready? Here we go. David, for the first time on DD Takeover History, I say, you know, we finally, we finally, you know, we branch out a little bit more. You feel me? You know, we've done a little bit branching out. You know, Spotify, Anchor, you know, all those things. But we branch out even more. I say we branch out onto the YouTube scene. <laughs> and, and when I say this, I say that you... And me, 1v1 to 11 <laughs> on the basketball court. Meet me
0: at the rim. And the winner takes, takes it all. What do you say? I say I'm all for it, man. I'm always up for 1v1s and especially for a tiebreaker to claim the victory of the d takeover NBA predictions, man. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. If everyone, uh-huh. you guys think you like it, man, clap it. I'm going to see your claps. I'm going to see if you guys Seven like claps. it. the claps.
1: So the claps in Chad, if you think it's a good idea in order in order to in order to um in order to decide the decide the final of who's the best predict the best predictor in in um D takeover man. There we go. We see
0: him. We there see him.
1: We see it. We see it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I wanna say, David, hopefully we can sometime next week have this out for you. But we will try our best to get that video. And David, should we put it on Instagram live?
0: Ah, We can do whatever we want, man. We can do whatever we want.
3: That's
0: hey, why it's baby. important, ladies and gentlemen, to follow us on Instagram. And if you guys exactly. will know it, I'll say it one more time. It is official underscore DE underscore takeover. And uh, that's it, man. See if, go give that a follow and see our updates. But... Stay, yes, yeah, stay updated, man. Stay
1: updated because you never know when it could possibly pop up on you. So hopefully sometime
0: next week we'll get that going. But, yo, David, it's finally come down to this, man. Right. Yeah, you know, Eric, I got to give you credit a little bit, man. I think this was more exciting than than the Cleveland Cavaliers coming back from a 3-1 deficit. I really do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: somebody
1: call LeBron. do to put me on the Lakers, man. I, I, I you. Come on, uh,
2: man. You know somebody what?
1: call LeBron. Uh, that's amazing, though. That's a, what a, so four, So we cannot say that this is, like, officially done yet because we have to do that 1v1, man, and then that would be the official ending until next season. On the NBA predictions, at least, you know? To so, be
0: continued. To be continued. Literally,
1: to be continued. What a comeback, bro. Let's go. I'm hyped. I'm, I'm
0: so, so mad hyped. right now. Anyone doesn't be- know, I'm, I'm so mad right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we will go into our next segment, too. But I just want to say, as well, again, thank you all for um, being out here for the show. Um, also, feel free to share the show that anybody that you know that loves sports. You know, we're talking about all sports around here. You can talk about anything that you want, sports-related, and we'll try to answer it to the best of our ability, best of our knowledge, obviously. And also, stay tuned because being the fact that this is the last prediction for the NBA season, this means that there will be a last go of the week for the NBA prediction. So, yeah. I mean, for the NBA season until next season. So, please stay tuned until later on when we announced that as well, that will be the last time that we'll be announcing the go to the week for the, for, for NBA until next season. But, um, other than that, man, David, lead us into our next, our next, um, segment, man.
0: All right. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into our next segment and it is called big deal or not a big deal. And, uh, basically in this segment, me and Eric, we give topics back and forth and, uh, and we say whether it's a big deal or it's not a big deal. It's very simple. And uh, without further ado, Eric, who goes first, me or you?
1: Um, I'm. Thinking you can go first. No worries. I honestly don't even remember, but you can go first.
0: It's
2: it's time, right. to All, right.
0: All right. Uh, I had this is my first one, and we kind of discussed it already, but I'm just gonna give it real quick and give a quick answer. Uh, big deal, not a big deal. CP3's next destination, uh, Phoenix Suns, or. Los Angeles Lakers. Um, yeah, like you said before,
1: we kinda of discussed it, but you know, we'll give we'll give a little bit of analysis on it. Um definitely a big deal, you know, no no doubt about that. Um, because this honestly, in my opinion, could possibly make or break the Suns. So and it could I feel like the Lakers are already a good team as it is, but they're also you gotta remember with the Lakers, they are in um they are in some point guard trouble because the, um Dennis Schroeder is wild over there. He's wild. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, asking for above 100 million when he really like. Dude's gotta relax, bro. Dude's got uh, at this point. I would argue that Colin Sexton deserves that 100 million contract more than Dennis Schroder as it yeah. right. Yeah. So. Yep. That's a little bit of a stretch. So they, the Lakers, do are in desperate need of a point guard. So, I would say it's a very um big deal. But um, overall, I feel like it's a bigger deal for
0: for um Phoenix than the Lakers. You know what I mean. Mm. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Makes sense. Makes sense. I, I think it's a big deal. And for CP3, definitely a big deal because this could decide whether he's going to win a ring or not. He's getting older. He's 37 years old, I believe. And uh, I'm saying that he goes to the Lakers. And if he does that move, he's got almost a secured uh, secured chip. But this is a big deal for cp This offseason is a big deal for CP3's future and his legacy and his NBA championship hopes. And uh, it's also big for the Phoenix Suns, too, because... They want to keep a good player and keep that because they know they made it to the finals once. So they know that they can make it again. So, exactly, it's a big deal for both things. Exactly, exactly. All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and
1: go into my um my big deal, not big deal, topic. Ready? So this one, it might have a follow up question. I just want to like put it out there first, and you'll answer. It, and I probably have a follow up question afterwards. But um, are you ready for this one? Let's do it. The 76ers, the Miami Heat, the New York Knicks. The Houston Rockets and the Sacramento Kings have recently been the most aggressive teams to pursue Damian Lillard. Big deal or not a big deal?
0: That is a big deal. I mean, I mean, when you look at it, that's a huge deal because if those guys, if those teams, I, I forgot how many were five or six teams. That's if those right. teams, go ahead, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Uh, said so either way, they're gonna adding Damian Lillard to your team is going to improve it without a doubt. It's going to improve it big. I mean, I'm hoping as a New York Knicks fan, I'm hoping that New York makes a great offer for Portland and uh, we get Damian Lillard here because if Damian Lillard plays with Julius Randall and RJ Barrett, I feel like that's a great deal. I feel like it could work and I feel like it could work out for the future. And I feel like you make the playoffs and go deeper into the playoffs. But I mean, it's a big deal for all these teams, but the only question I'm, I'm the only thing I'm nervous is about is how much are you going to have to give up for Damon Lillard? Because mm, we all know the they're saying Ben Simmons's uh, trade value is higher than what we expect. So exactly. if Ben Simmons' trade value is higher, is high already, then what is Damian Lillard's trade value? So it's going to be a lot to give up for a guy who's like 28, 29 years old. So Now, I will ask you this now. there's a follow-up question. With
1: all those teams that I listed, David, Yes. And now, I know, you're, I know you're a New York fan, but I need you to think mm-hmm. in best interest of Damian Lillard. So, now, in other words, I'm saying try to be extremely biased in this. In this <laughs> but um, within the five teams I listed, I want you to give me, right, the best team possible that he needs to go to in order to give himself the best possible chance of winning a championship. And also, if, if when you pick that team, I need you to give me a mock
0: trade. Oh, come on. Okay. I got you. I got we you. But can you, Let's see. can you list the trades one more time? Can you list them? List the teams, I mean. Sorry. All right. The teams were the
1: 76ers, the Miami Heat, the New York Knicks, the Houston Rockets, and the Sacramento Kings.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm thinking the best destination for Damian Lillard and the best destination for him to possibly win a championship Without me being biased, I'm going to have to go with New York. I'm kidding. Not, not New York. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> New York. But I'm going to have to go with the Philadelphia 76ers. 76ers are my pick just because even though Miami Heat looks good, I just think 76ers It's a perfect trade. Because the mock trade I would put for this is 76ers, they give Ben Simmons and probably one or two first-round draft picks and probably possibly another player for Damian Lillard and possibly a second-round pick. I think that's fair. And uh, mm-hmm. when you look at it, Philadelphia doesn't want Ben Simmons. Damian Lillard doesn't want to be in, in Portland anymore, so I feel like that trade works out as it own, as it own. And it's not like Portland's not getting a player back. They're still getting Ben Simmons, which I don't think. I think Portland's losing that trade tremendously with Ben Simmons. But regardless of that, Ben Simmons still has some talent left. I mean... And hopefully he can develop into a good player. But I think this side works better for 76ers and Damian Lillard just because Damian Lillard will grow and he will fill into that point guard role because Ben Simmons is out of there. So it would be Damian Lillard at point guard. Then you got Tobias Harris at small forward and Joel Embiid at center. So it's literally the same exact team except no Ben Simmons and you have a much better shooter, much better player in Damian Lillard there. So I think with that three, I think they might – be in the NBA Finals. They might be in contention for that. Whoa. Okay.
1: All right. Yeah. Now I just have to ask you this though.
0: You said one other player. You gotta give me a player, David. You gotta give me that one other extra player. Uh, I need to know Who? Uh, maybe Tyrese Maxey. I'm thinking maybe maybe a young guy like Maxey. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe Frank Korfmos. Someone not that big to the 76ers, but still really good. Maybe Shake Milton. I'm thinking maybe Shake Milton. I'm thinking, yeah, probably Shake Milton. All Shake right. Milton and Ben Simmons and two first round draft picks for gaming Lillard and a second round pick.
1: Okay, I respect it. I respect it. Now I'm telling you right now, if I'm being honest, if I'm if I'm the Portland Trailblazers, unless I want Ben Simmons, I'm not accepting that at all. No, like there, there's no way I'm trading David Lillard for Ben Simmons. No shot in my life, but what? what, what the
0: but you gotta out. remember, you gotta remember the trade value for Ben Simmons is high. So that like, is very they, true. That, that is, true. is like, you don't gotta look at it like that.
1: That is very true. I'm just saying, like, the only way organiz- I feel like the only way the organization actually trades for Ben Simmons is if they want Ben Simmons. You know what I mean? Like other, obviously, like that kind of like sounds dumb in other words, but like, <laughs> like obviously, not gonna trade for someone if you don't want them. But in other words, what I'm trying to say is like. If they don't want him to like a organization that's willing to like stay with Ben Simmons and stick with him until the end, that's what they're gonna trade for. I don't think the Portland Trailblazers are willing to do that, so that's why I say that. But either way, thank you. For, uh, I love that you thank you for answering the question right there.
0: No, no problem. All right, but go ahead
1: and dive in. See next let's one. go
0: into my next big deal. Not a big deal topic, and it is a uh, women's soccer. Oh, big okay. deal, not a big deal. USA women's soccer lost. 3-0 to Sweden in the group qualifying match in the Olympics. Big deal, not a big deal? Uh,
1: um, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, I'm not going to call it a big deal yet. I'm going to say it's not a big deal. Not yet. Okay? You know, because everyone has their moments. Everyone has their days when they don't have a great day. But, like, you know, let's wait until the next match, you know? Cause in in group in group qualifying matches, you know, you have a couple. You don't just play one match. You play, I believe, I believe it's three. I don't know if yes. it's different, but so in other in other words, I want if we lose the next match, we're technically out of out. You know what I mean? So the way like mathematically, you cannot qualify if you lose two matches in a row. So uh, it's it's a little bit worrying, but let's wait and see how they bounce back. And if they lose. Obviously, it's like a big deal because they're out. But overall, I would say it's a bigger deal because that might be the like the near ending of like the dominant era of like women's soccer in U.S. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Or
1: that era alone, like that the, the era that we know of, like of like Megan Rapino and so on and so forth. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, definitely. So,
1: that that that's why. But right as right now, I'm gonna say it's not a big deal. Not yet. Not yet. What do you think?
0: Uh, I'm gonna say it's not a big deal too, just because. I mean, we saw the same thing happen to um, with the with men's basketball USA. They lost their first two exactly. games. I mean, and they won their last three. I mean, I'm not really thinking much of it. I know it, it means more because it's a group qualifying match. But uh, USA, they got it, and sometimes you got to lose in order to win. And I feel like the next next two games they're gonna win it, and they're gonna win the whole thing. So okay, All
1: right, Eric. There it is right there. Bold prediction room, David, right there. We love it, man. We love it. But um, what's it called? Really quick, before I go into my next topic, David, we do got an audio message from our boy Shockwave. Yes. Shockwave is in the building. I can't wait to play his audio message. All right, man. Here we go. How did this end in a tie, fellas?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't know shockwave. We have no clue. but
1: Literally no clue. Literally no clue. I, I honestly thought, like, going to this, going to the last um, prediction, I was predicting that, like, I was going to lose. I'm not going to lie. Because in order for me to beat David, I had to get a 4 out of 4. And literally none of us have gotten a 4 out of 4 yet. So,
0: it's, like, darn near impossible. So. Yeah. You have a better chance of winning the lottery than going 4 for 4 on their predictions. Basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. But um, o- overall, Shockwave.
1: Um, hey man, you know why it's tied? Because your boy clutched up. Your oh boy come hit, on, come on, your boy, boy hits the Stop quarter it. three. If you Stop can see it. me right now, I'm flicking my wrist, man,
0: because I hit the Stop quarter it. three. Look at that. No, Look at the we're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> we're moving on. We're, we're moving on. But <laughs> oh my goodness. but uh, we got that tiebreaker coming up, so be be tuned in for that. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well,
1: with that being said, David, I'm going to go ahead and go into my next big deal. Not a big deal. Um. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to stick with basketball for right now. We're sticking with basketball. Um, The Minnesota Timberwolves are exploring a trade for Danilo Gallinari. Big deal, not a big deal.
0: The Minnesota Timberwolves are exploring a trade for Danilo Gallinari. Hmm. Uh, It's not a big deal. I I really don't think. I I just don't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being honest, Danilo Gallinari, I mean, he's had – very good games, but he's very inconsistent as a player sometimes. And I just don't – he's going to have – he's going to be a really good role player, but I really don't think it's, like, big news for the Minnesota Timberwolves. You know what I
1: mean? If I'm being honest, I think if he went to Minnesota to rules, he, he has the possibility of starting. I've, I've no, he,
0: yeah, starting he probably people. would start.
1: I see, a, I see a starting lineup if they keep everybody, right? I see a starting lineup of D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, uh well no nah, i will do D'Angelo Russell Anthony Edwards Malik Beasley then D- mm-hmm. Danilo Gallinari and then Cat at the center that know? could work but yeah. that the, that team defensively is, is is a problem like they're not. Womp womp womp. Yeah womp. yeah yeah it's it's gonna be really bad defensively but um
0: hey man it is what it is but yeah a yeah. little
1: quick little quick easy one right there but go ahead and go to your next one
0: my next one's a little bit of fighting a little bit of boxing and. Oh. Uh, we don't like YouTube sensation Logan Paul, but, you know, this was interesting and it was a headline, so I had to mention it. Logan Paul versus Anderson Silva, UFC legend Anderson Silva, yeah. in a boxing match sometime in the near future, in probably 2021. Big deal, not what? a big deal.
1: What? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's a big. <thing? laughs> Listen, I'll, I'll go as far as this. I don't, I, I don't dislike Logan Paul. I'm, it's more of Jake Paul that I don't really. I'm All not really i am not
2: to say
1: I dislike him, but I will say like sometimes he's a little bit arrogant. I'll leave it at that.
0: But, mm-hmm.
1: um, Logan Paul to verse Anderson Silva. How old is Anderson Silva?
0: I think, he, I think, believe he's like 42, 43, I believe.
1: Dude, what are you doing, bro?
0: He's forty-six. Sorry, he's forty-six.
1: He, this dude is trying to get the bag right now. He's smart. He's trying, he's trying to get his money. That's what he's really trying to do. This fight is. Why well, would see the thing is like, oh my gosh, man! You just know. You know what's annoying? You know that's gonna sell out. You know it's gonna sell out. It's gonna. You know it's just weird, like because I don't know Anderson Silva versus Logan Paul. I don't know. For me, it's just not a big deal because I just don't care as much as it right now. <laughs> nah, it's, I mean, if, I'm being, if I'm being really honest, like I'm not buying that pay-per-view. Let's, I'm being. No, real. I'm definitely not, not. I'm not buying a pay-per-view one and two. Also, I'll be more interested when it actually comes out and it's actually a real thing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. give, give me a date, give me a give me a time, and give me a place, and then we'll see like if it's a big deal or not. But for me. You're a 42-year-old fighting a young dude, bro. Like,
0: 46,
2: that...
1: 46. Oh, my gosh. All right, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, it's not a big deal. I'm sorry. No offense to Anderson Silva or Logan Paul, but it's just not. No, 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 no. Uh, no.
0: I mean, I'm going to say that it, it's also not a big deal, but for Anderson Silva, he's going to get paid. So that's a bright side for him. But also, it's not, it's not going to be entertaining at all. I mean, I, I would like to see Anderson Silva versus Jake Paul in UFC. That's a different story, but Jake Paul. No, you... Logan Paul. Sorry, Logan Paul. I like to see Anderson Silva versus Logan Paul in the UFC when they're actually on the ground grappling. But <laughs> boxing, I, I don't know, man. I just. and But to mention Anderson Silva, even though he is old, he did win his last, I believe it was kickboxing or boxing match that they did like a couple months ago. So he did win it. So he still got that, that winningness and, and fightingness in, in, in him for now. So All right, man. Well, I see, I see where
1: you're coming from. Now, I will say this. Logan Paul doesn't have a background in wrestling. So, I mean, I don't know how I was gonna help him in the octagon. But nah, he's
0: gonna get he's gonna get he's gonna get his arm broken.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I bought well, David, really quick before I go on to the next one. Um, we got another audio message from my boy Shockwave. So
0: I would love to play that really quick if you Let's don't like do it.
1: it. All right, here we go. I can't wait for this one-on-one match. This is LeBron this is like LeBron and
0: Oh, it's cutting out again, but.
1: Uh, well, I will tell you this game. You know, I think, you know, <laughs> hey,
2: hey,
1: hey, you know, what I think what he's trying to say. he's basically What? Like, like, it's going to be LeBron
0: versus whoever else because, you know, he was talking about me being LeBron. You know what I mean? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't think so. If anything, I think he was switching. I think I'm LeBron.
1: No, uh, he probably just probably say LeBron versus Jordan or something. You know what I mean? Probably.
0: Like
1: that. In that case, I'm Jordan. No, I'm no wait,
0: no, wait, no. I, I get first pick. I want Jordan. No, nah, you said yeah. You already said LeBron. You just said first no. Pick. I didn't. I didn't mean it. I didn't know yeah. was the second no, option was. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness.
2: mean, oh, yeah.
1: man, we love best of the round over here too. Just having a good good time. You know, just a good time. Yeah. But, um, shout to Shockwave for that, man. But let's go ahead and go on to the next one. Um, David, you know, I'm just gonna lob this up to you. Um, just let just this um meet them at the rim. You know, old. Old saying, really, that right there, but um, big deal, not a big deal. Milwaukee Bucks are 2021 NBA champions.
0: Um, you know what? It's not a big deal, guys. I mean, it's not, I don't know why people are making a huge deal about it. It's really, this not. Guys. I'm kidding, <laughs> I'm kidding, everyone. It's a huge deal, everyone knows it. It's a big deal for Giannis' legacy, it's a big deal for Milwaukee Bucks for the first, first trophy in, oh, in, in 50 years. So it's just a big deal in general for Milwaukee and Giannis and everyone on the Milwaukee Bucks team. So congrats to them. It's a big deal. There it is.
1: Easy as you like, man. All right. Go ahead and hit me with the next one.
0: All right. The next one is a, it's a little bit of NFL. Okay. And I- uh, It's about the Aaron Rodgers situation. Cause we all know what's happening in green Bay at the moment. Aaron Rodgers is holding out and we don't know when he's going to come back or even if he's going to play football this year. He's and, fine. uh, couple days ago there was a there was a a headline that came in and it says Aaron Rodgers declined Packers two year contract offer. Now before (laughs) before I get before you give me your big deal not a big deal I'm gonna give more insight on it. This contract would have made him the highest paying quarterback and player of the whole league. (laughs) Is that a big deal or not a big deal?
1: (laughs) You know why I'm laughing David why Because the Packers are done, man. The Packers are done
0: bro. And,
1: yo, all my Packers fans out there, yo, pack it up. It's over. Oh, Packers,
0: pack it up? Uh, That makes sense. Okay. Yo, man. (laughs)
1: Aaron Rodgers is not coming back to the Packers. I'm telling you that right now. He's not going going back. Green Bay, you're done. You're done, man. You got to waste some time now (laughs) because I'm telling you, man, dude. Aaron Rodgers just let, let's let's just I'm just gonna repeat this really quick. First off, yes, it's a big deal. Sorry, just to answer the question, but just to repeat this, Aaron Rodgers turned down a two-year contract that would have made him not the second, not the third, but the the first and the highest-paid NFL player, and he turned it down, ladies and gentlemen. He turned. It's not about it down. the money. It's not about the money. At that point, you know that man doesn't want to play for your team anymore. It's, <laughs> done. it's done. That point uh, See, the thing is, that question becomes: Where is he go? Is he going somewhere? Is he just gonna take a year off? He's gonna be like, I'm gonna go play some golf. You know, like, like who knows?
0: You <laughs> know, Eric. To answer that, I think I have a theory. I have a theory for Aaron Rodgers' future.
3: And I okay. I think it's very interesting. I want
0: to hear your opinion on it. Okay. So. If you say the Jets one in, in no, the sentence, no 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 no, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it could happen, but no, no, it's not gonna happen in yes. this statement. I'm saying Aaron Rodgers is gonna take this year off. Mark my words, everyone. Aaron Rodgers is gonna take this NFL season off. Ooh, okay. but but he's gonna do Jeopardy instead. For this year, he's gonna do Jeopardy and not play football. Well, how about that theory? What? Wait. I'm thinking. I'm because th- he was he had to, he did a. Uh, but he did a Jeopardy a uh, couple episodes a couple months ago, actually, to test out if he was going to do it. So,
1: Why would Aaron Rodgers do – what? Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: that's a very crazy thing. If that comes true, if that comes true, I would be shocked. But, hey, man, that's what we're here for. We're here for the hot takes, man. We're here for the hot
0: takes.
1: <laughs> Like, hey, tune in to Jeopardy. Aaron Rodgers might be on there. He
0: would never... be your host, yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Imagine all the Green Bay Packers like like um the GM office of, like the or the office of the Green Bay Packers watching that. They're
0: like, wow. <laughs> They're like just what just crazy.
1: happened. Like what did we do to you just to we offered you the highest possible contract Did you turned us down to go do go do Jeopardy? Like what you
0: know, real real quick, like talk about that money, like that contract. That would have been like you said, the highest paying thing. That's a big deal. But that just goes to prove that it's not about the money. And Aaron Rodgers, there's a big problem in Green Bay. There's bigger problems than just contract money in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. So Something's it's kind of unfortunate for a Packers fan in the organization. But something is move wrong. on. Something is wrong. All right, David.
1: Well, it, I was going to keep going basketball, but I'm going to switch it up a little bit. You know, you've talked about football. I've talked about basketball. I'm going to soccer, man. You already know. Football, we love the sport. We love the sport. I'm going to talk about it a little bit. We got to talk about the Gold Cup, man. I really don't want to because... Listen, bro. I don't want to talk about that, bro. I don't well, want to talk about that <laughs> at all. I'm irate. I'm livid. Can't believe that they actually lost, They actually somehow did not qualify. And Qatar, of all people. What, bro? All right, all right, all right. Moving on. <laughs> anyway. What's your Um, So, David... I don't really have a big deal, not a big deal in this segment. Realistically, I just wanted to run through the, um, the quarterfinal games with you. I just wanted to pick your brain and see who you think is going to advance, you know? Just, right. just to see who you think is, is going to advance. So, really quick, I'm just going to run through these games. Um, the first game will be Qatar. Oh, my goodness. it just sounds wrong. <laughs> Why are they in the gold? Somebody, no one has yet to explain to me how Qatar ended up in the Gold Cup.
0: I, I, think because, I, I think it's because I think it's because they're hosting the World Cup, so I think they gotta play in like the tournaments leading up to it. And I think
1: But this has nothing to do with the World Cup.
0: <laughs> I don't know, I think it's just a test out their competition, I believe. I don't know, but man. You, you can't just take a team from across the country and put them in. A... I don't know, I'm just I'm just trying to give you information that I don't know. <laughs> don't so yell at I'm me.
1: <laughs> so irritating the fact that happened, man. But either way, Qatar versus El Salvador, man, who is getting that W and I need a score.
0: Qatar versus El Salvador. Uh, you know, I got El Salvador winning oh. um, 3-1. 3-1. Oh, big 3-1. Wins. Yeah. I just don't think Qatar, they're very sloppy on the ball. Ooh. And I just think El Salvador, they have an aggressive fast pace, and I think it's going to be too much for Qatar to handle. So, now Qatar you do, will score.
1: You do know that Qatar did beat at Honduras before, yeah?
0: Yes, I know. I understand. But okay. I just think El Salvador is a little different than Honduras, so.
1: I respect, respect. All right, next matchup, Mexico versus Honduras. Mexico, Mexico, Mexico.
0: Uh, I got Mexico winning. Okay, and I need a score. Uh, two nothing, two nothing. We'll keep it in that. Shut out. Yeah, Mexico's just too overpowered this year.
1: I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was three, to be honest, because if they're losing to Qatar, bro, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, next matchup. Costa Rica versus Canada, and I want to do. I do want to remind you, Alfonso Davies is not playing in this Gold Cup. I don't
0: know why. I don't know why. I think he's, he's not
1: playing. I think he's. I think he's injured. Not even a lie. Is he? It's, that's, it's either that's that annoying. or it's either that or he just couldn't do it. Like he just couldn't do it.
0: All right, but you know, since Alfonso Alfonso Davies is not there, I'm going with Costa Rica. I think they're going to take it. It's going to be a closer game. I'm thinking more of a two-one victory with Costa Rica. Okay, that's what I'm thinking.
1: I like that. I like that. I like that a lot right there. Um, and then the final one, you know, the only the, – the, the team that we're probably both rooting for, um, USA versus Jamaica.
0: All right. Uh, it's going to be tricky. I'm just kidding. We obviously <laughs> know United States is one of the top teams in this whole tournament alongside with Mexico, and I think the United States is going to win against Jamaica. I mean, they're United States, and their team is much better than most of these teams in this bracket. So, United States is taking it. I'm going to go 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. 3-1 to uh-huh. the United States. At least
1: Jamaica get what? You say that Leon Bailey bags one, yeah? Something Maybe.
0: Like that? Maybe. We'll see what happens. We'll it only takes one mistake. It only takes one mistake to score, so. All
1: right, man. We'll see what happens. Well, thank you for letting me pick your brain right there on the Gold Cup. Ladies and gentlemen, just to reiterate, for the Gold Cup, we got the predictions coming through for David. Qatar is going to lose to El Salvador one, I mean, Three to one, sorry, and then Mexico will beat Honduras two nothing. Costa Rica will beat Canada two one, and USA will beat Jamaica three one. All from your man, the
0: Oracle David, David Rod, right there, man. Lovely, lovely. Thank you, David, Eric. For that. Eric, I want to pick yours now. I want to see what you think.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay
0: Same okay. exact thing. Now right. start off with Qatar and El Salvador. Who you got? All
1: right, um, El Salvador five nothing. No kidding. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have I have a vendetta against Qatar now because they're yeah. my team but um now nah, realistically I do believe El Salvador will win um I think it's gonna be close though I think it's gonna be very close um I'll say I'll say 2-1 I'll say okay. 2-1 All if, right. there
2: were, if there will
1: if there will be goals in it if anything it's either 2-1 or it's gonna go to penalties or something like that alright I'm gonna call that now we got Mexico versus don't do that, I'm gonna call it 3-0
0: Three nothing. All right, okay, you yeah, just won three nothing done. on
1: that. That's that's <laughs> not that's not going to be even close. That
0: was All right, Costa, Costa Rica versus Canada. What's the score? Who we got winning?
1: You know, I just want to be a little bit different. You know, these don't really mean nothing. You know, these are these are good. Um, these are like just predictions for fun. You know what I mean? And I'm going to be real with you. I want penalties out of this game. Really? I'm going to say Costa Rica and
0: penalties. Okay, penalties, penalties, Eric. Costa Rica. What's what's the score going into penalties
1: though?
0: Um 5-3. I'm mean, going into penalties, not not the oh, actual penalties. Oh, oh score.
1: Okay, 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 okay. I'm like
0: 5-3 and they go to penalties. I'm like one-one. <laughs> um, one-one. All right. You know what? I can actually see that, so I do respect that. And now All the right. last one. United States versus Jamaica. What do you got? Uh two 0 no. 2-0, definitely. 2-0, USA. USA. All right, respect USA. to that, so, let me reiterate for everyone. Eric says El Salvador is going to beat Qatar 2-1. Mexico is going to beat Honduras 3-0. And uh, Costa Rica is going to beat Canada uh, going into penalties. And uh, United States is going to beat Jamaica 2-0. So. Well, there it is right there,
1: man. There it is. That's it. But um, with that being said, dude, David, we do have a couple of audio messages. Um, so let's go ahead. The first one is from Shockwave. Yes. So go ahead and play this one. Here we go. Here's Shockwave. Yes, let's hear it. Gold Cup quarterfinals predictions. Gentlemen, yes, let's sir. go.
0: We love yes, sir. that. Look at that. We man. love we love the enthusiasm, Shockwave. Appreciate it. Shockwave is tuned in for the Gold Cup. And ladies and gentlemen, feel free, you know, you can tune
1: in as well, man. Let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and give you all the information really quick. But feel free, you know, I know like sometimes we, we mostly talk about basketball here and there. But, you know, we love talking about all the sports, you know. We try to, like, just, just come together as a sports world, you know, and just respect all the sports in their own rights. So, really, if you want to tune in for the Gold Cup, it's this Saturday. The quarterfinals, the first two games will be Qatar versus El Salvador and oh, no. Mexico versus Honduras. Wait, what happened?
0: Uh, you froze a little bit, but you're back.
1: Oh, okay. Woof. Um, no, we've been good. We've been good. We've been good. Don't even say that. Don't even say that. Uh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> What's it called? And um, the first game will be at seven thirty on Saturday, so uh, PM. So um, tune into that, man, and and get your, get yourself some soccer in there, some football. You know, you never know. Yeah, it's all, always nice to know different things. Man, always nice. To know it doesn't
0: it, it doesn't hurt to learn new sports. Like at the moment, I'm trying to learn the rules of rugby. So Ooh. it's always good. To, it's always good to learn new sports. Keep your mind open.
1: Fire, man. Well, with that being said, we do have another audio message. And David, I do, but I don't know. I don't know if this is a newcomer or not. But um, the name is Sloan. So I don't know if we have we've ever had a Sloan before. But regardless, if we haven't had you before, um, shout shout out to you for popping up to the stream. Um, what and feel free to drop a follow and follow you during the yeah. takeover family, man. We really appreciate that. Um, and also if we have had you before, you know, then I apologize for not remembering. And also, and also, um, here's your audio message, man. Shout out to you. All right, here we go. Hey D-Rai, hey Eric.
0: What's up? What's good, Batwoman? Yeah, I like that Batwoman man. That was a structure
1: like right there to be honest with you. She was like
0: yeah. <laughs> It's like a it was like a uh, a beatbox battle.
1: Yeah, man, but shout out to you. Bat should we call her Batwoman then instead?
0: Yeah, let's, let's call her Batwoman, man. I, I will. We do. Not, shout shout to out you. to you.
1: Shout out to you, Batwoman. Feel free to drop a follow and officially join the d Takeover family, man. That's we it, man. About, that's please. it. We talk about all sports around here, but um, feel free to drop a follow and join the family. But um, other than that, David, that's my, um, that's my take.
0: Um, that was my big deal, not a big deal. So you can go ahead and go on yours now. All right. So mine's NHL. Mine's a little bit of hockey. And uh, everyone, for anyone who doesn't know, the expansion draft was yesterday 8 p.m. Oh. and uh, the Seattle Kraken are the new team in the NHL, uh, NHL organization, and uh, they drafted some players last night. They drafted one player from every 30 teams, so they got a 30 man roster at the moment. And uh, big deal, not a big deal. The Seattle Kraken, the their organization in the draft, overall their draft was pretty good. And before I get into the player they drafted, and I'm upset about. Just off of those, off of those things I just said, big deal not a big deal? Just the Seattle drafting a team, a new organization going to the NHL. Well, most definitely a big deal.
1: Always a big deal when a new organization is presented in any in any sport in general. Um, also a big deal because you know this is the start of a new um legacy, a new um a new beginning for was it? It was Seattle, right? Seattle, uh, yes. Yeah, Seattle Crack. The Seattle is it? Crackin' or Crackins? I it's like crack-in.
0: crackin'. It's Crackin'.
1: All right, I I I keep saying Krakens. I don't want to pronounce their name wrong. You know, no disrespect to the Seattle team. You know, but um, what's it called, man? Always a big, always a big deal. In in other words, for starting a new team, and hopefully they can start start off on a great on a great note. You know, lose to the Islanders though, but a great. Oh my gosh! That is true.
0: They have to lose to the Islanders, but we're only saying that because we're Islanders fans. But Eric, there is one player in particular that I am upset that they drafted, and um. I know, man. I hate to say it, but Jordan Eberly is no longer on the New York Islanders. That's dumb. It's a shame. He is now a new member of the Seattle Kraken, and they have got a great player to start off with their new franchise.
1: I think that should be run. They should. They should give him back. They just, give back. <laughs> just, just for just... free. Well, well, yeah, just for free, bro. Just give it back, bro. That's not no. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> That's a tough L for the Islanders to be honest. I mean, like, realistically, like we were we were bound to lose somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it wasn't like we're gonna lose like one of like the lower players, or, like you know what I mean. So,
0: it was either you know, it was either him or Josh Bailey.
1: Yeah. So you can't really do much. You can't really do much. You know. But yeah, you just gotta sit there and watch. Sit there and watch. Well, we wish him the best regardless of, with this new team. Maybe he could be like the franchise leader in something. You never know. Yeah. It'd be you know? cool to see
0: an Islander lead another franchise, but. And then he'll come back to the Islanders and win, and win a season. Yeah.
1: Up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love messing with that. All right. Well, with that being said, David, I'm going to do the last um, big deal, not a big deal, and then we'll go on to the last segment and then we'll wrap it up. How does that sound?
0: I got one more after you, real quick, and then. Actually, uh, you can do it. You can do it then. You All can right. do it then. Okay. This is about a high school player. That oh. just recently signed an endorsement deal with a big franchise. Uh, not a big franchise, but just signed an endorsement deal. And he's high school, ladies and gentlemen. What? His name was Mikey Williams signs with XL Sports. Mikey Williams
1: signed with XL Sports?
0: Yeah. You're lying to me right? Mikey now. Williams signs with XL Sports for an Shut NIL deal expected to generate millions for high school basketball star. Shut up. No way. Big deal or not a big deal? That's not true. true. That is true. That is true. I got the source off of ESPN, so either they're lying to me. What? Yep. Where's my sponsorship, dog? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, bro.
1: Yo, they got high schoolers making millions.
0: It's ridiculous, man.
1: He's basically already in the league. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The hype around this kid is crazy they got this man boner like like they got him like, bonafide to be like the next best thing bro oh my. but he's
0: only he's only ranked 7th he's the only the 7th number 7 overall prospect
1: like what the heck oh my yo mikey williams man from overtime sensation to like to this he got a million oh, David, do you understand? Like, there's so many people in the world that will never see a million, a million dollars in, in like, in, in their entire lifetime. Yeah. And this kid's touching it at
0: in high school. <laughs> seventeen I mean, like, years like
1: old. His, I think he's going to his junior year,
0: right? Yeah, seventeen years old at the moment.
1: What the heck? Oh my gosh! A seventeen-year-old, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a humongous deal. It's a humongous deal. I want. That's crazy to me. That's crazy.
0: It's, it's weird that this kid's younger than us and he's making endorsement money already without even stepping foot in the league. I do think that is a little bit of a stretch, though. I'm not going to lie. I think so, too. I think it's a little bit excessive to sign him to an endorsement deal at 17 years old because, guys, 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 he never stepped a foot in the NBA court. He doesn't know how to... He, doesn't, he hasn't <laughs> played with the professionals yet. He hasn't <laughs> played with the professionals. And I feel like you could be the number one prospect going into college or even college... Number one prospect of college going into NBA doesn't mean you're going to be an NBA superstar. Wait, really and, quick, but this,
2: different.
1: yeah. Look, just to just to like just to defend you in this case, shout out to Anthony Bennett. Just shout out
0: to Anthony Bennett. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to it, Anthony Bennett. For anyone doesn't know, Anthony Bennett was a uh, I, I don't know what year it was 2012 or 2013 first round draft pick. He was expected to be a big thing coming out of them, coming out of a uh, college, and he turned into a bust, and he hasn't stepped foot on NBA court ever since 2015 or something like that. But and he was the first just, pick. Yeah. So it's, it, I feel like this will put a lot of pressure on Mikey Williams. Either he's going to live up to the pressure and he's actually going to perform like he's expected to, or it's just going to go downhill from here. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a little excessive for, for uh, these sponsorships at 17 years old. Like, come on, guys. We don't know what he's made of yet, yet.
1: I'm, I'm going to say this much. If, if if I'm paying this kid a million of dollars, you better be the next Michael Jordan. That's all. I I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm personally I'm going to say this like I'm a little bit of a Mikey Williams like fan, but like at the same time like like this like I'm pr- happy for him. Don't get me wrong. Like let's mm-hmm. not let's send that message out. We're not like mad about it. Like we're definitely No, definitely not. Like congratulations. Go get your bag. Go get your money. 100% fr- proud of you, man. That's awesome. To do it at 17, that's amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. But I will say this, man. As for the company that signed him, you better make it, yo. He better be Michael Jordan 2.0 or something, bro. Seventeen million at seventeen years old. I'm not not seventeen million. I'm sorry. He's like a million at seventeen years old. Crazy, man. Crazy.
0: Absolutely insane. But um, that's a
1: great point right there. But without further ado, David, lead us into our last and best segment, man.
0: To, to, to close out the show, man, lead us into it. All right, let's do it. So, ladies and gentlemen, it leads us to our best uh, best uh, segment of uh, DE Takeover, and that is GOAT of the Week. And uh, basically, in this segment on our Thursday podcast, we go over, we look at games that happen on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and on our Monday podcast, we look at games that happen on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And since it's Thursday, we go to the week. We look at the games that happen on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And since there's only one game that happened on Tuesday, we looked at that game. And in go to the week, it's not it's not the it's not the greatest of all time. It's basically just a fun little spin-off that me and Eric do of the best player of the week. So we call it go to the week because we're having fun. But it's actually like the best player of the week. But it's, we call it go to the week. And basically, in this, we look at the game that happened. In this case, it's Tuesday, uh, July twentieth. And in this game, we look at the best players that have played. The best players that have shown their their skill and their achievement level in this game. And uh, after the, after we look at we look at uh, points, assists, rebounds, but we don't stop there. We look at the fifth percentage of a free throw, fifth percentage of a uh, field goal. We look at turnover ratios. We look at steals, blocks, personal fouls, anything you can name. We look at it. And and after that, after we after we look at all of them, we formulate our opinion. We formulate a top five. And the number one out of our top five is considered the GOAT of the week. And I do not want for anyone to be misleaded, but the GOAT of the week does not mean the greatest of all time. It's is a fun little game me and Eric do of the best player of the week, but we call it the GOAT of the week. So, Well
1: said, man. Well said.
0: And just to reiterate, because
1: I love when David says this, this is not the GOAT of all time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is not the comparison of Michael Jordan and LeBron James. It's just for the week and technically just for the NBA finals in general. But um, really quick, ladies and gentlemen, again, if anyone is listening, I want to say thank you again so, so much for listening. And thank you for being here because, again, this is going to be the last goal of the week until until, um, until next year for the NBA Finals. I mean, not the NBA Finals, the NBA season, you know. This is the last NBA goal of the week right here. So we appreciate everyone that's tuned in since day one. You know, obviously been here for a long time. We appreciate every single one of you guys so much. And without further ado, David, let's go in and get into this. Now, I I want to say that I go first this week, right? Yes,
0: you do go first.
1: All right. Well, here we go, ladies. Let's and do gentlemen. it. This is my last go-to. Oh, 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 this is a little sad. It's a little sad, man. That's
0: right. That's right. It means we're moving. That's what means we're moving on. We're moving on.
1: Time is passing. Time is flying by. Well, with that being said, man, here are some I, – I have four honorable mentions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have four honorable mentions. And those honorable mentions are – Cameron Pan of the Phoenix Suns, Bobby Portis of the Milwaukee Bucks, Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns, and DeAndre Ayton of the Phoenix Suns. Those are my honorable mentions for, the, um, for this week. And now let's dive into the top five. And at the number five position, I have the man that I like to call inconsistent. You know, I always joke around. Well, not joke around. I usually call him inconsistent being
0: serious. But, um, you know, he had a pretty good <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i had to interrupt that uh, it's funny i call him consistent okay, okay. for fun actually i don't <laughs> uh, i
1: okay. oh, i love it man i love it it's all good it's all good but um um that that man i appreciate I, I appreciate you guys can guess who it is it is chris middleton of the milwaukee Bucks. chris middleton shot six for 13 from the field one for four from the three-point line had five rebounds five assists four steals amazing steal numbers um, and 17 points, and he, only, he had five turnovers. It was really ugly, to be honest, but overall, decent game. Not the greatest game from Chris Middleton, but a decent game. So, shout out to Chris Middleton for the number five position. At the number four, we have the Phoenix Sun, Jay Crowder. Now, Jay Crowder's performance I valued very highly. You know, he, he did shoot four for 11 and two for nine from the three-point line, which wasn't really good at all, but he did come out with 13 rebounds, four steals, one block and only two turnovers and 15 points. So, we did have a monster stat line on the defensive end, um, being the fact that he racked up. He led the team in rebounds by a long shot, and they have DeAndre on their team. So, like, I've, I value that very highly, and also the four steals and the one block. Amazing stats from him. And shout out to Jay Crowder. You get the number four position. But going into the number three position, ah, this one hurts, man. The man that we all wanted to see get a chip, to be honest. I mean... Oh, I just run. Like to be honest, Giannis. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going. I'm going off my tangent. But what's it called? Um, really quick, the man that we wanted to see. Um, to see um, win the championship, but unfortunately couldn't get it done. Number three goes to Chris Paul for me. Chris Paul. Uh, um, yeah, he had he had a pretty good game. You know, um, 11 for 19 from the field, one for two from the three point line. Um, he only missed one free throw, but realistically, he did he did amazing. Led the team in scoring with 26 points. Um, Had five assists, two rebounds, and one steal. He only had three turnovers, which isn't bad um, at all. Overall, you know, it says five assists on his stat sheet, but you also have to remember that half his teammates were knocking down their shots. So you can't really get assists if your teammates aren't knocking down your shots. You know what I mean? You can only do so much. So realistically, great game for Chris Paul. Unfortunately, just couldn't get it done. Unfortunate for him. But let's go on to number two. And the number two will be Drew Holiday of the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, I know Drew Holley had a terrible shooting performance. Four for 19 and two for seven from two for seven from the three-point line. Terrible. Terrible, 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 terrible. Okay? He only had 12 points as well. But if you look at everything else that this man did, he had nine rebounds, 11 assists, and four steals. This man was borderline a triple-double with a bad shooting night. And I value that very highly because his defense and his passing – was really important because one man that really showed out that he was doing all the scoring for them, so all he had to do, he played his role, in other words. He did his job to the highest amount and on the and on the defensive end as well. So, Drew Alley, shout out to you. Plus, he's an NBA champion now, so we had to respect that as well for me. And Drew Alley is the number two on my goal of the week list. But going in to the number one, now, ladies and gentlemen, this will be the last number one until next year. But Without further ado, man, with my last MB- NBA GO of the Week, it is none other than the Greek freak, the sixth time Goat of the Week, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Honestly, ladies and gentlemen, are you guys really shocked about that? Let's be honest. Like, who, who else was I going to pick? Come on. Like, let, let's be real. The man won Files MVP. There was no other person that was even contending with him. Yasu Takumba had 50 points. A 50 piece Chicken McNugget, my guy. Oh, my goodness. This <laughs> dude, 50, 50 points, 14 rebounds, 2 assists, 5 blocks. Oh, my goodness. 5 blocks. He's a machine. He's a monster. He had six turnovers, but we'll forget about that. But <laughs> <laughs> he, he was 16 for 25, 1 for 3 from the three-point line, 17 for 19 from the free throw. Amazing, amazing stats. And not to mention afterwards, he went to Chick-fil-A and got himself the 50-piece chicken McNugget meal because he dropped
0: the 50-piece. So
1: shout-out to Giannis. You are my Goat of the Week and my Goat of the Week, man.
0: You know, not even that. I mean, shout out to Chick-fil-A, too, because I don't even think they did. I don't even know if they did 50-piece chicken yeah, nuggets. Yeah,
1: that's not, that's not a normal thing. That's not about. a thing. I'm but... pretty sure they probably did it for Giannis, you know?
0: Ma- ma- imagine the imagine the person taking the order said, yeah, we can't do that, <laughs> no, no.
1: I'm sorry, all Giannis, is, we can't do it. All Giannis has to do is be like, yeah, I'm Giannis on the, the coupon and I dropped 50 points, so I need a
0: 50-piece <laughs> chicken nugget.
1: They're going to be like, oh, okay, no problem. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh but Eric, you know, I kind of, I, I, agree with, I agree with your top five. Unfortunately, it's not the same. But, uh, you know, okay. But I, I, I like the list. But without further ado, everyone, you heard Eric's last NBA Go to the Week. Now it's time for my last NBA Go to the Week. And uh, before we get into my top five, I do have some honorable mentions, and it is Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and uh, Bobby Portis. So I only have three. Now let's get into uh, top five. Go to the week, the last top five go to the week of the NBA season until next year. And uh, number five, I have Chris Middleton. I mean, he did he did very well. He did enough for his team to advance, and he had 17 points, five rebounds, five assists, four steals, great defense, five turnovers, which is a little high, but you forgive him with the four, four steals. And uh, he shot 46% from the field. So great, uh, pr- pretty uh, consistent game for him. I mean, pretty average and did enough for that victory. Number four, I have Jay... Crowder, Jay Crowder did absolutely insane for this Phoenix Suns team. And unfortunately, they cannot get the W, but he did more than he was supposed to. He had a double-double with 15 points, four steals, one block, and only two turnovers. He did shoot poorly with 36% from the field and 22% from three, but he shot 100% from the free throw. But, you know, that defense is what really sticks out in the double-double, so he was a big contributor to the, the Suns' Unfortunately, the loss, but he contributed to the Suns' at least – putting up the amount of points that they did. But number three, I have the Milwaukee Buck, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday, like Eric said, he did not shoot well, and he only had 12 points, but his other stats helped him out, and he had nine rebounds, 11 assists, double-double, almost a triple-double with four steals and only three turnovers, 11 assists and three turnover ratio. Everyone knows I love those ratios, and that is absolutely awesome. But the defense, again, same thing Chris Milton Defense was on point. And it was uh, effective and helped the Milwaukee Buck get that W. But he did shoot 21% from the field, 4 for 19, and 2 for 7 from 3, which is 28%. So that's no good. But congratulations, Drew Holiday. You are number 3. Now let's get into my top 2. And at number 2, I have the CP3 Phoenix Sun, Chris Paul. Chris Paul had 26 points, 5 assists, 2 rebounds, 1 steal, only 3 turnovers. And uh, he shot 57% from the field, which is 11 for 19, and one for two from three, which is 50%. And uh, just overall, I know they didn't get the victory, but CP3 he did play a very good game that last game. And you got to give a little bit of credit. And like Eric said, you only had five assists because no one else was knocking down shots, and you got to get an assist. And for someone, for you to get an assist, someone has to knock down a shot after a pass you give them. So unfortunately, it couldn't be higher, and unfortunately the Phoenix Suns have lost. But CP3... You might be thinking about that Lakers, Lakers opportunity right now. But with that, with nonetheless, let's move on to the number one Goat of the Week on the last on the Oracle's last Goat of the Week. And, uh, I mean, like Eric said, there's no debate about this one. This one, this guy did absolutely insane. And he got that chicken, that 50-piece chicken McNugget. So, Eric, cue that journal, please. It is the 50 piece. Giannis onto the Kumbo. Congratulations, congratulations, Giannis, with 50 points, 14 rebounds, two assists, five blocks, six turnovers. Uh, shot 33% from the three and 40, uh, 64% from the field goal, which is 16 for 25. And uh, he hit his free throws. He shot 17 for 19 from the free throw line, which is 89%. I haven't seen him hit it that high since so I don't even know when. But I mean, Giannis was. Obviously the finals MVP and the MVP for the Milwaukee Bucks throughout the whole playoffs. So that's why he's a fifth timer actually on my go to the week. So congratulations, Giannis. I hope you enjoy those 50 piece uh, nuggets that you got from Chick-fil-A and uh, most definitely the NBA finals trophy and the MVP trophy uh, and the finals MVP trophy. So congratulations, Giannis, and the Milwaukee Bucks for that victory. And congratulations on being number one on me and Eric's final goat of the week. There it is,
1: ladies and gentlemen. And also, really quick, David, I do wanna do this just as an honor of like our our last like go go to the week. I think I'm gonna try to get up on the Instagram. Um, but I wanna like put like in perspective how many times each person won go of the week, you know? And just like yeah. put like a dominant like who was like the top dog for, for each of us, you know what I mean? Sounds just good. To people, just to show people like who what was going on when we did it. But um shout out to these people, man. And um, that's Go the Week wrapped up. Wow, man. The NBA season is over. That's crazy to think about. But without further ado, man, that concludes our show right there. And, uh, David, if you don't mind, can you go ahead and close us out?
0: Yeah, let's do it. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who took the time out of the day just to listen to us. You know, we appreciate you guys truly, and you guys are absolutely awesome. But uh, if you have not given us a follow on the Stereo app, you click our faces that follow button it'd be muchly appreciated and also if you want to subscribe to our show so you get updates on when we go live just hit the subscribe button and stay in tune when we go live also if you want to if you want to get to get daily updates and just to see our post and daily updates on instagram we can follow us on on instagram at official underscore de underscore takeover i will say it again official underscore de underscore takeover once you once you search that in Click, click that follow button, It'd be muchly so appreciated, and uh, and also if you want to get to know me and Eric a little bit more personally, are your host of DM Takeover. You can follow my Instagram. It is David underscore Rod underscore O2. and Eric's is Eric underscore Heinz sixteen. Yeah, so go give those two go give us a follow because you want to meet up with the host. You want to go meet the host, but uh, also if you missed this episode, there's no worries because you can stre- You can find our episodes now. On Apple Podcast and on Spotify, so go check those things out because you can never miss a show of D and E Takeover. That's great, right? I know that's great, but and also give us a follow on Apple Podcast and Spotify as well. But uh, nonetheless, be sure to be tuned in on Monday, 7 p.m. on the Stereo App to see me and Eric's new content for our D and E Takeover and our. DNA takeover episode eight. So be sure to be tuned in there.
1: Well said, David. I just want to add on to it that we appreciate every single one of you guys, and we hope you have a great night, ladies and gentlemen. And um it's been your boy Easy E and it's also been your boy
0: The Oracle D-Rod09.
1: And we out of here, man. Another one in the books. Appreciate you guys. All right, peace. peace.
2: <laughs>